Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Inner Chats Man podcast, where, as always, this is your favorite place to hear all of the nerdy video game news and other things that are going on throughout the week that has kind of interested me and my buddies. I should say welcome to uh, the next year. Welcome to 2023, officially, I guess, our, our second year of uh, working on the podcast. Um, just so you know, there are some audio podcast locations up on screen if you would like to check those out. Feel free to, I don't know, check out any of the video highlights throughout the week that I post if those help you out. Um, feel free to uh, put any questions you have down in the comments and any suggestions for anything else. And uh, I guess just as always, here's my buddies Phoenix and Metal Gamer. What's going on, guys? How you've been since the greatest award show ever in the history of mankind? Uh, pretty good. Been a busy uh, start of the new year, but it's been good. Um... I'm refreshed to talk about new games this year. There's some good stuff on the uh, the calendar, so looking forward to some good discussions. But um, yeah, had a lot of fun at the award show, so I'm already looking forward to Chazzy's 2023. So obviously, the award show is better than Game Awards. Duh. Uh, so at least we actually gave out awards. It wasn't all advertisements and game trailers for three hours. It was just us having technical issues for three hours. But we're gonna re- we're gonna replace Jeff Keeley. Better watch yeah, out, buddy. Jeff. We're coming for your job. <laughs> no, but anyways, yeah, we are moving into a new year. I mean, we do have quite a few topics for you. Um, just so happens, me and Metal Gamer played the uh, exact same game, so we're going to talk about uh, Final Fantasy VII. We're going to get into that. That's going to be quite a bit. And then uh, we have some topics for a speed run. We also have our highlights from the Horde, as always. And then uh, I kind of came up with, well, I don't want to. I borrowed. Stole it. <laughs> yeah, no, I borrowed. Borrow, stole it. I borrowed a game from. Did you even change uh, the another... rules around a little bit? <laughs> You're a jerk. Yeah. It's different. It's different enough. All right. I, You're what different I... enough. I'm like a student. <laughs> like I, Your I, face I, is uh, I just took some notes. Just a little bit of notes. Just a little bit. You have to pay so, some uh, royalties but... to what's his face. Um, stole uh, it. Greg Miller. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and then yeah, if we have a little game at the end, I feel like. Uh, I don't know. I thought it might be fun to kind of um, talk about some games coming up for, uh, for the next year and just kind of go over what we are kind of excited for, what we think is going to do well. So, uh, I don't know. Our main thing, I feel like, for this episode is going to be uh, one of uh, Gamer's favorite things. I know Gamer is always talking about all of his Final Fantasy soundtracks. How many times have you talked about his his CDs up at this point? Two times? Three times? How many times to count? He's probably got more. He's got a lot more about but uh yeah so i um uh, i finished final fantasy 7 remake gamer is currently playing um he unfortunately uh decided to spoil himself but he wanted to talk the the ending so badly oh, you should have oh, yeah. man you should have held off nah nah man i've been dying to find out anyway so as a matter of fact because i saw it now i want to play it more because I really want to get to that. I want to. I want to fight Sephiroth. I don't. To be that. fair, we didn't peer pressure him into being ready for this conversation. Oh, man, we were perfectly happy with uh, possibly talking. I was just going to kick him out of the chat for an hour while we talked yeah. about the ending. Or I don't want to get a little picture out. of like Red Thirteen over his face and just uh, <laughs> make him disappear become, for a while. You mean become an unusable character? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd rather I'd I'd rather hang out with Tifa Kill than him uh, off. Than, like the Metal Gamer. I think Tifa is gonna fight you like Don Corneo, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Do that. <laughs> when you got to that cool. section in the game, I was like, I didn't know you had a cameo in this one, Chaz. <laughs> I will Boy. say it, it. It it did make it so much funnier to see Don Corneo in action in uh in in like 1080 or 1440, whatever I was playing in. Seeing him uh, in the sprite mode in the old games uh, didn't do him justice. I don't think. 
But um, so sleazy. He is so sleazy. It's great. I love Don. Everyone loves Don. Um, so I don't know, man. Where shoot? Where do we start? Um. So do you just want to go right into the ending? We were talk spoilers. No, no. Well, let's no. let's save the ending. So um. Man, where do you want to start with this? Well, it's what, tough you, to start here. So you've just completed it. So just give it like general impressions. Like, did you like the game? Not like the game? And then we can go back and kind of break down like the gameplay differences. Like, mm -hmm. do you like the differences between the original game versus the new game? Like, uh, but general, I would say feelings first. Um, I ultimately really enjoyed it. I definitely. I want to say it might be my favorite Square Enix game they've made in quite some time i mean i think 14 the mmo right that's the mm -hmm. mmo that's probably the last one i really enjoyed um i feel like that one's not that old but that's probably right what like a 10 year old game oh yeah 14 is getting there yeah. i remember uh, yeah, metal is so... a og old man vanilla version of 14 you gotta uh, watch him grind that out where you're like sitting by the uh little crafting table just grinding out materials oh, for hours God, it, was, hours. it was so painful i got nowhere uh, all oh. that gone gone when they yep. erased it all but. but yeah since since the reboot of that mmo that was since then this is probably my favorite uh final fantasy square enix title since then uh just um, like curiosity, I def did you play 15 i did like, you didn't like yeah. the four boys in the band together i love 15 I man i mean it was, fun. was pretty awesome especially at the end was... where you get the cool ass car that flies in the air was... I thought it was fine. I just, I don't know. There was something missing for me. I, f I feel like the only thing I really remember is, of course, the weird bro stuff. But uh, I also fair. remember there was a battle with, like, a dragon in, like, a water area, mm -hmm. I remember. It's like a city sitting on water, and you battle this dragon thing. That's the only real stuff I remember. That end up, actually, I did enjoy your first battle in the woods with, uh, what's that? It's like a big beast. I don't remember its name. I'm not oh, even the behemoth? Try. The behemoth, behemoth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a really cool scene where you're like sneaking around, trying to avoid it, and ultimately you can't avoid it. But um, right. yeah, this um, I I, I want to say I very much enjoyed it, but um, ultimately the the big thing that kept hitting me in my head when I was playing it was I feel like there was a lot of filler, and I think this is something me and me and gamer were talking about. But to me, there there was a lot of filler, and I don't necessarily think all of it was fun. Um. I think maybe the things that popped out to me the most was whenever you would like enter a new area or a new part of Midgar, it would be like, Oh, I'm in a new area. Hey, why don't you go around the town and ask these, these civilians what their problems are and help them put their, their dirty clothes in the washing machine or something. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like go help these kids. <laughs> yeah. Go help these kids. They're, I don't know. Oh, shoot. Oh, oh, you, you went and fought uh, some, creature that was hanging around in their backyard or wherever they were at oh the the toad king or whatever mm -hmm. yeah, yeah or uh go and find this mysterious thief that steals from the rich and gives to the poor uh you know when it's like blatantly obvious that the thief is the old lady who's telling you all about this thief and like fine detail it's like i don't know what do you guys think what, what, do you guys agree with me on any of those did you i didn't like i feel like that was where the most filler kind of came in was and that happens maybe like three different times when you get into new areas, I think. Yeah. Something like that. You go first, Metal, because it's honestly, it's been a while since I've played it, so I want you guys talking with Jog by Memory. I think cause I played it back in like 2020. You didn't so. watch all of my streams, every single one oh, of no. them? Oh, no. 
No, I avoided your streams. <laughs> I don't think I... anyone wants to deal with the Legend of Zelda incident again. <laughs> you're at, you're actively on my channel telling people you should don't watch my Just stream. Just do not. Pop into don't the watch chat, it. Be like, run, leave, flee this place. <laughs> it's not save, worth it. Save yourself. Um, All right, to kind of to kind of say like yeah, okay. So I've been playing it and what's been happening is i do run into those a lot and like what chapter are you I, in i'm on chapter eight which is okay. still the budding uh budding bodyguard which is you're fine only, you're only you know? on chapter eight that's yeah oh my gosh, that's what i'm saying it. like you want me to talk about stuff but it's like you know I I rather you, made it, you made it seem as though you're on like 12 or 14 like hey i blame i blame wikipedia for making it this much and then the rest of it is like this little you're less than <laughs> half you're less than you're like 40 percent through the game that's okay it's <laughs> like again like for me let's just let's, before we go into a, a bunch of other stuff let's just to to kind of fill you and yes i i i felt that there was a lot of extra stuff that didn't feel it just they 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 give you these things to do to give you like a more like a better rendition of the world i guess around you um obviously there are things that you know they couldn't do back in 1997 which you know now they're able to do and they're able to kind of like you know really fully immerse you and engage you know yourself with all the characters with all the stuff the moogle coins for example moogle coins mm -hmm. weren't a part of they they weren't a part of the original game what's interesting about that is that the you know because they added stuff like that, it's it's like more meat and potatoes to keep to keep you entertained. Yeah, and and I that think that's the, that, that's a good direction. That was one of the few things I really enter really enjoyed was uh, getting to ransack the, the Don Corneo. Are you haven't even gotten to that point yet? The Don Corneo, the Don Corneo, the Don Corneo stashes where whenever you would mm. like, there was three of them, and when you ransack them, you get like. All of the Moogle coins you need to get all the stuff you really want. So I don't. I don't they gave know. it to you right then and there. Well, you just have to find them. You have to oh, find the three splashes. But um, I don't know. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to say I like that. I like that aspect. Good. No, uh, like, like it's just I thought that was really cool that they did that. Um, but I do agree with you. They do. They do add some things that are just a little off. Um, but but at the same time, it's like I get it. You know, with today's, you know today's players um they they have a lot more to play with than than they did back in 97 so they're able to get away with all this stuff so um what else did you have to say about it before we oh for the filler there? i yeah. felt like wasn't the entire you oh, gosh man i'm gonna ruin so much stuff for you i Why i thought I you care? were I, oh well <laughs> I, i'm trying to trying to create nah, joy man. for you i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> the, end up playing it anyway the, like Coliseum part was that in the original game? I don't remember. Not that I remember. Mm -hmm. At least I not as like, like a main plot that point. That entire part was was a lot of stuff that happens there. I felt like was filler. There were aspects of some things in the towns that was not filler. Like when you do get to uh, what was it, Wall Market? I do remember there's a bunch of stuff you have to do. Like the the things I remember in Wall Market were like you have to get the the, the the guy that creates the clothes to get him to come from the bar to get mm -hmm. to work so that you, you could start working on your dress to, to sneak in and like all of that stuff is still there which I really appreciated but I don't know um 
the weird massage parlor. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's like. I like that. <laughs> wasn't that wasn't that a part of the original as well? I remember it being that's a part been... of it, just not as detailed. I'm sure. I think that's part of it too. Like a lot of these side quests are really just you know elaborating on like little hints or small little nods, like a quest that would have been like a few lines of dialogue, you know, back in the OG seven. Like they QTE turned into something. Dance. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. I I like the side quests. I mean, they're I mean they're very hit and miss. It's not like all of them are you know you know great um, you know expansive. Um, they were side like fifty fifty lines. Like yeah. Some of them were fun, and some of them were like, eh, as a waste. But I appreciate the option to have them. Um, I mean, if you're trying to do everything, yes, I think more is going to feel like padding because you're going to run across some that are lackluster, and that's going to kind of maybe weigh down your opinion of the rest of them. But I like having the option to go around and play them. You can skip them if you don't want to do them. Um, so. Fair enough. Oh, sorry. I was checking something. Um, I, I don't I know. Say, uh, <laughs> I will say one thing I do feel like, um, and it kind of goes back to talk like how they would, you know, take a line of dialogue and would, that would just be a line in the old game and make a whole quest out of it. It kind of feels like um, it's Namora who directed this game, right? Oh, I yeah, I it's think, uh, the Kingdom oh, Hearts yeah. director because I think yeah, he was yeah. like a game designer or like a character designer in the original game, and they brought him on to direct this one. But um, yeah. I definitely get uh, kind of George Lucas Star Wars special edition vibes for what he was going with like he's like oh back in the day i wish we could have done this but now we have the technology so they take like a really small thing and he blows it up like this is how it should have always been this is how it was in my head so i think sometimes that plays better um than other quests but uh, that's one thing i like about the modern uh final fantasy games are the side questing mainly because i can just kind of zone out and i just i go grind yeah sometimes the dialogue is hit and miss it can be very cheesy it can be very cliche but I've come to expect that from Final Fantasy and to a way that's almost like the charm of these games. Like 14 has a lot of that stuff too. 15 had a lot of that stuff. I mean, some of it is, you know, it's just what Final Fantasy is. Part of it's, you know, the Japanese culture kind of bleeding through in the game style. But I don't know. For me, it works. Um, yeah. I did have one question I wanted to ask is, um, I finally got to run to look into my notes. Um, one thing I did thought was a pretty interesting i mean it's an obvious difference but did, did you guys like the addition of voice acting versus the originals you know text and all, all the reading aspects because yes i'm not quite sure if, I, I in a in a way i feel like the original game with the text and with everything i don't know i feel like there was a bit more dread in the game because you're constant you, you know you're reading and you, the music is emphasized because you're doing so much reading I feel like with so much dialogue and stuff, I don't know, maybe, and and some some maybe the dialogue itself makes things more kooky because there's more interaction. Maybe you know what I mean. Like the original game was obviously kooky. There's weird stuff, but yeah, well, I don't with know. any so you guys game, liked it. I liked it. I mean, with any game, voice acting is once again it can be hit or miss. It can be phenomenal and add to it, or it can be what I think this game is where some lines of dialogue come across really well. Others sound a little off. It can break the tension or it can ruin the pacing. Um, and once again, I think part of that is, I mean, it's, it's a Japanese made game being translated over. Um, and there's just something that I don't know. I don't want to say is lost there necessarily, but I don't think it always reads quite as well. Um, so maybe that's what you're kind of referring to. Like the tone shifts a little bit based upon how the dialogue's being delivered. Um, from what I remember, once again, it's been a couple of years, I feel like most of the dialogue was pretty good. Um, and I think it added a lot of characterization. That's one thing I really, um, liked about this game. And they've been doing this forever now, Final Fantasy, through other, you know, side stories and movies and stuff. But 
it gave a lot more elaboration to these characters, right? They had a chance to not only just, you know, have a embodiment of them on the screen, but you have vocalizations to them. There's more nuance to their characters and how they interacted. So I don't know, I appreciated that. That's something that um that I found out too as well, where the characters and I, and I was I was noticing it yesterday that what wasn't there with like let's say for example you know you're you, obviously you you know you play as Cloud whatever whatever mm-hmm. he was not very uh, how do you... his character doesn't show through in the original as oh, much no. yeah well, he's very you're you're one hundred percent right on that. I feel like his characterization is definitely he's probably the one that benefits the most. I feel like I think from a lot of them do. Like I think Sephiroth oh, and and as I said, to be fair, we also have what almost two decades of extra Final Fantasy lore that's now added to these characters. But oh, yeah. even if I can kind of you know you know move, remove that from my mind, just focus on what this game has added. These characters are far more fleshed out. Even Aerith, just like. There's, you yeah. can get more out of a character hearing the dialogue than just reading dialogue. I mean, not that they did a poor job back in the day. Like, there was, they were definitely expressive. I mean, the animation at the time did the best it could to kind of, you know, uh, express emotion and whatnot. And the text was relatively well written, but you also had some localization issues there with dialogue that made it a little wonky. So, I don't know. I thought the voice acting added to it overall. I, I think you so, too. And, and if you haven't played, uh, did you play it in English? I did. Yes. Oh well, that's, that's yeah. Like that's, that's a kind of game it. that you should be playing in Japanese because it's like almost like watching the anime. Oh, like, here we go. You, like, you watch it. It's like, here we go. Um... You you read it and then all the emotion <laughs> pops out and it's like yeah. it really makes a difference. Like they're they're lip syncing. Yeah, sure. Maybe the kids look wonky as hell, but the main characters look fantastic and mm-hmm. a lot of their a lot of their dialogue really spills through um, with 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 that. So. Um, so if you played it um, that way, then that's... Well, I played it in English, too, um, but I, for some, like, for Final Fantasy, I preferred in English. I like the weird off-kilter localization they do for, like, it, it feels off. I know it would probably feel more natural if I listened to it, just Japanese, and then just had it subtitled, but I like how awkward sometimes the English dubbing is. Like, to me, it, it's a that, charm that Final Fantasy has that I've just kind of grown accustomed to over the years. That's... That's yeah, definitely something enough. I have in my notes is uh, <laughs> have it titled uh, mouth animations are a bit wonky, I'm guessing, due to English translation. Yeah. And there is moments yeah. where like they're talking and it's like and then like <laughs> words are like just coming out. Terrible though. I mean when I played it, I, not, I mean you it, notice every once in a while, but it never like it. really brought me out of it. So Yeah. I, I noticed it with like the least like the unimportant characters are like that. Like, like those are the ones that the animation interns were doing yeah, or something. Yeah, spent so much effort on. Yeah, so they just kind of pushed it off. Um, so, but so to, to piggyback, I think the the characters did shine a little bit more. I like you see a lot of more emotion with Cloud. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's he would be there and be like, "Oh, I do it for a price, more expensive," and he's like, "I'll do it for three gil." Yeah, it's like really, dude. Like, come and on. And his like, deadpan actually... delivery, I think it speaks so much more to the character. Like back in the day, oh, when yeah. you just read the line, you'd just be like, "Huh." It would almost yeah, feel he... like they just didn't add enough to it. But now you can really tell it's just like part of his characterization. And I don't just, know. Just so everyone out there sees, these guys are retro video game haters. They they hate old games. They only like new games. Yeah. I'm I'm the one representing the old school. 
even yeah. though I'm the even the though I'm the youngest one, one. here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or even alive when Final Fantasy VII came out, Chaz. Yes. What was it? Was it ninety ninety seven? I think. Yeah. I was. You were like just born, weren't four you? Or four? Yeah. Could barely yeah. hold a game controller in your hand. I remember um, when I first saw the game, I had walked into like a Sears or something back in the day when they still like a gaming department, and there it was, looked amazing. It, I actually, I was, I think I was like twelve. So I, I was honestly, I was probably like a little young for Final Fantasy to a certain extent. But I walked in, I played it for like five minutes. I think I was just walking around Walmart, and I was like, "This game is boring." Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to really appreciate it for a couple of years. But what the original, yeah, are good, no good. No, I was gonna say if we're going back to how we we started playing that game, like I saw it at a friend's house, and this was uh, back in New York City when I lived there, and. He he wanted to show me the coolest thing ever, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he he pulled out his PlayStation. He popped disc three in there. I, I yeah, there's three discs. Mm-hmm. So he popped disc three, and I'm like, "What are you showing me?" And he was already fighting the end. Yeah. And all he wanted to show me was Knights of the Round. That's all he wanted to show me, and I was like, "I don't understand what's going on, but that looks really cool." See, that probably would have sold the game to me a lot better if I would have seen that. I literally just saw, like, Cloud in an empty, like, room walking around like, I don't even know what I'm doing. So. Well, well, it's it's funny you break that up because I want to branch off of that idea. I feel like what the original and what this game, I would say, replicates perfectly and even, like, has some really cool renditions of. My favorite aspect of the original game was, I like the turn-based stuff, fair enough. I always like that, but, like... For me, the music, the soundtrack for this game is so freaking good. Oh, like that's mm-hmm. that's part yeah. of the reason why like some of the doldrums of walking around Wall Market and doing some of the other maybe you know more, I don't want to say boring, but uh more yeah, yeah more boring, <laughs> the more boring stuff. But like that's what made some of that stuff so entertaining. Is man, you have the like awesome awesome music in the background. In this game, there's some like renditions of some songs that I was like freaking like rocking to definitely while playing. Did you guys like the music? I mean, oh, yeah. I, I can imagine. Well, I, mean, I can't think of any Final Fantasy the... games that I haven't enjoyed the music for. Yeah, I mean, I own the original soundtrack. Like, really, like all mm-hmm. of it is just a remake to me. So I got to enjoy it. Every single. What I do like what they did with it is that um, back then they weren't able to kind of like mix and match like what areas you go into. Like they're fully type, like video game music going from one area to another. If you know you're in enemy territory. They play the enemy terror like mm-hmm. like you're in battle already without being mm-hmm. in battle, and it's like okay, you know what to expect, and it's like that, um, all right, cool, this is really neat. That reminds me, gamer, you have to you have to make sure you do all the side quests, especially in Wall Market, because there is one that allows you to hear an awesome metal version of an original Final Fantasy VII song. You have Ooh, to. Least... I mean, I've been collecting the heck out of all the all of the discs oh, in yeah, the game. CDs or whatever they are. I am so bad with that. Like, I became like a hoarder. Whenever I see like little question, something different, I'm like, I know I need that, and I start searching for it and finding it and buying. There was it. a there was a dubstep version of of, of one of the songs uh, in one of the areas that I thought was like amazing. The part with the cranes, where you're like moving the some of the oh, boxes yeah. to get Aerith across this. Uh, subway not subway but a tunnel or something there's like an awesome like dubstep version of some of one of the original songs that i was like dude this is awesome i don't know 
I don't want to go it, too much. I love the they music. They did like a really jazzy version of this Kate Sith theme, which I thought was really cool. I remember that one. I actually do remember that. It one. was really long too. Like it wasn't short. Like you sit, you stand there, you're like, damn, this is easily like a four minute song. You know? So I, I agree with you on the music thing, man. The, the, all of it, it's, it's every, every area just sounds awesome. Like they, they, they did not skimp on that like at all. All right. And do you have anything you... to add to that? Oh, no, Phoenix? I was going yeah, I love the music. I mean, I agree with that. Um, are we are we shifting, or are we still talking about music? I was going to shift, but should you by all means shift to what were you going to bring up? Well, I you kind of touched base on it, but how did you guys feel about the combat changes? Like, it's not straight turn-based. It's not like the original. Did you guys like its kind of um, uh, action-based, turn-based system? I want to say real quick, for me, I've been, the, I've been very much against a lot of the uh, real-time... Uh, oriented combat like the shift away from some of the turn-based i feel like honestly for me this is the first time i've played a final fantasy game where i I actually do think it's necessary i think it is a fun shift moving away from the turn-based stuff i don't know why it's starting to click with me for this title in particular maybe it's because i just like final fantasy 7 and you know it's something i want Mm -hmm. maybe i just want to like it because i love final fantasy 7 but i feel like this is the first time for me where i actually do think it's a it's a good move to move away from the turn-based. I still wish they would come out with a title, like a new title of something that is turn-based, maybe just for nostalgia reasons, but I don't know. Is an Octopath Traveler or something turn-based? Could play that. Yeah, like, yeah I've been wanting to play that. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing, and I, I appreciate old-school turn-based games. I've played plenty of them, but that's the thing. I've played plenty of them. Um, I don't feel like... Sometimes they don't always add to a game, especially when there's been so many like new advancements in gameplay systems. Like if they would have done a one-to-one, you know, turn-based system, I think I would have been pretty let down. Like I like the balance they found, where it is mostly real-time action, but then you can kind of not pause it, but kind of and kind of pull up the turn-based system and like launch certain attacks in between. So it gives you that urgency, but you can also be more strategic if you want. So I think they found a really nice balance there with the gameplay. Yeah, using tactical mode is a very interesting thing that they got. Mm-hmm. What I what but but their active time battle is still there. That has not changed. Like they kept that piece to it. Where it's like, oh well, you want to use an item, but you're gonna have to wait. Yeah. And it's like, you son of a bitches. I'm like at like ten health, and you're I'm about to die because Maybe of this. But I think they yeah. balanced it really well. So, I mean, I am really happy they shifted away from just the old school systems. I mean, some games might benefit from it more. I don't think this game would have done nearly as well if that's what they were stuck with. I, I, think, I oh, sorry, good. Oh, I was just gonna say like I, I agree. I don't think the, I don't think taking old and bringing it to today's games wouldn't be a good idea. Not the way, not the way that that game is supposed to be, especially after fifteen and six, and uh, soon sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they, I'm glad they stole from from the other games, yeah, and and learned from the others. Uh, to be able to kind of like um, really, really enhance the gameplay well, for it. Yeah, many of the well, systems the they f- had back then okay. were, I mean, um, pretty much based upon the time frames and the technologies they had. Like, for them to do what they wanted to do, that was kind of the only real option. They couldn't balance all these systems and have real-time action, right. but we're in a whole new ball game, right? We have modern technologies, yeah. engines that can handle uh, things a little more efficiently. It just opens up for much more um, broader gameplay, so... Yeah. Well, it was part really fun. Cool. I'm go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say part of part of the fun is that it is a a form of it is still there. You know, with some mm-hmm. of those oh, yeah. like slow time, and then you can make decisions. It it feels very Mass Effecty, which 
I think I'm starting to like about it. You know what I mean? Sorry, good. No, well, I mean, what was interesting is like, I think how they handled summons was very interesting. The summons are great mm. in this game. Yeah, oh, those the, are super the, fun. Of course, but for it, but it's awesome. you can't just but you can't just choose Chocobo, yeah. it when you can't just choose it when you want to. That's mm. what I'm saying. Like before, you can be like, well, you know, if you want to get it, you're gonna have to wait till the till it comes up. This one, you you kind of anticipate it's like, oh crap, you know, something's happening. You're getting you know, it's pummeled, and all of a sudden this little thing comes up that says, "Oh, summon!" And it's like, "Oh, that's nice." Well, I can t I can kind of use it right now, but I have to wait for like I should say, sorry, five seconds. Did you guys notice a true difference between some of the weapons? I I, I feel like maybe in small ways you can kind of feel some of the differences between them, but I don't know. I didn't think. I mean, maybe it's because I was playing on easier mean? difficulty. Like, I don't like, know, I didn't feel like some were more stronger or, or weaker than the rest. I mean, it's maybe it's because so I was auto... I maybe remember. it's because I was auto-leveling all of my weapons. Maybe if I was <sighs> choosing specific paths, you know, and I maybe... I feel like I, I noticed it, um, not so much for, like, Cloud and his um, different swords. I feel like for Tifa, though, I noticed when I started Tifa. upgrading her um, kind of brawler-based weaponry, her fists and stuff, I feel like I noticed the difference based upon which kit I was using for her. But really? once again, it's been a while. Um, what difficulty did you say you played on? I played it on the very easiest one. Oh, oh, that's oh. no fun. I couldn't, that's I couldn't no get fun. past a specific battle, and I was just like, "Please let me." Really? This is the guy who put Elden Ring as the most disappointing game of 2022. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, we should have known. Could you stop bringing that up. I bring it up every episode, and I'm going to until you beat <laughs> Elden Ring. I'm gonna forever. You know what? Okay. <laughs> That is going to be. I'm jumping way ahead. Uh, we're talking about the betting. Oh, for, if you win, you're gonna make me yeah, play. Yeah. So that Ring. game at the end of our, our discussion today, if I I win at the end of the year, you have to 100% Elden Ring, 100% it, not on easy. You don't have to go the hardest. Well, I have to come in. Easy. If I come in second, though, I don't have to. That's right. To come in last. So. Well, no. I think we should make the person who wins make both the other Decide. players do something. Oh, okay. That okay. Awesome. We'll come back to that. I'm sorry. I'm jumping way we'll ahead. Come back. To, no. Anyway, no, chat sucks at games. There we go. Yeah. So yeah. Um, something I didn't. Uh, did you guys? I, I asked Chaz this earlier, but I was having a problem with the menu. Uh, not the menu. The uh, the the map system. Did you? Anybody have any problems with that? I didn't have any major problems. I definitely thought it was um, not very descriptive. There were a lot of times when I didn't know exactly how to get to, to something it. or where I was going. For some reason, the, the, there was a map system. I remember. And then, yeah, like, you know, you press terrible. L2, I think, and then the whole map mm -hmm. shows up on your screen. I was playing it, and it did not want to come up. I'm assuming mm -hmm. that's a glitch of some sort I or something that they must have pulled out that that, that happened. Oh, yeah. I just Googled FF7 Remake Map, and the first thing that comes up is Map Disappeared. So it must yeah. be some kind of common common thing. Okay, so I'm not How to open the mini-map after it's disappeared. You oh, know what? I horrible. do feel like I remember horrible. something about that. Um, horrible. Yeah. That's something I did not like. Like, if you have missions and you want to follow it, there should, like, there should be something that has something that says, oh, this is what you're supposed to do. And it's mm -hmm. like, cool. You I know, I, I had that issue. God, I remember when I played it back in 2020 because I did start it. And um, I had that issue. I was I was so livid about that. And it's like, oh, I want to find something I want to do. And... I couldn't find it. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, I wasn't able to find it anywhere. And I, I was at least happy it wasn't as bad as Scarlet and Violet. Like, that was 
That's one of the worst maps I've ever seen, but we oh, won't go. I won't go in on Scarlet and Violet. No, no, no Pokemon today, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You guys don't want to spend a couple of hours talking about Arceus? I'm sure I could find a few no. things you could say. No. <laughs> oh. I'm sure I had the Pokemon background here somewhere. We here should just become on. a... Yeah, just right. become just become an Arceus channel. All we do is talk about Pokemon oh Arceus. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So I, I I should bring up one of the only main things I wanted to talk about was this whole aspect of what is it of fate the the these weird ghosts and the the the, the dementors, dementors as we've been calling them. <laughs> um, do you guys like the addition? Well, I'm guessing. Well, gamer's not even at the point where he knows exactly where he where he should know what their purpose and what they are. But um, that doesn't change from the, the original, I'm sure, because I, they were there too. They if weren't in the original game. No, no, they weren't. I thought no. they were. No. Maybe just the cloaked the cloaked guys were. The in cloaked there. guys were. Yes. Uh, yes. The other clony experiment dudes or whatever. I think uh, so. Yeah. The clony guys. The ghosts. The, the, ghosts, the weird ghost things and this whole fate. Thing, yep. to me i feel like a lot I of that's like new they, they came from somewhere though because like that that's not just for this one in particular feel free in the comments I, to up to, to correct man, this i, don't, I don't believe they were in the original game but i think they might have been in some other like, side lore, like, another maybe an advent children or something they might have had something with it i think or, they were um and I, I can't recall specifically but to my knowledge they were not in the original game this was a new thing for that uh i'll let you talk about them first Chaz, because i probably have a different opinion than oh. you um, I, I don't know. I thought they were just kind of annoying. I didn't really think they added anything in particular. Like, I actually like the direction they... Well, That's all right. Well, now we're starting to get into, like, the spoilers of the ending mm -hmm. and thing. But I, I kind of liked where it was going in terms of... You kind of better explained it, because I didn't understand it. But, like, you kind of explained the aspect of Sephiroth just kind of knowing or seeing where things are going to go with him and him attempting to change his fate or change how things are going to go like i like that aspect i don't necessarily think i liked the end boss before sephiroth and the ghost i i don't know i thought it was just kind of like oh we got to come up with an enemy that you fight other than sephiroth you know what i mean i i don't I know what are you i really liked it. so this this is actually what i ended up really kind of putting me over to really really liking this game because i'll tell you if this game would have been just a one-to-one -one kind of shot-for-shot -shot remake of the original game which is some elaboration i don't think i would have liked it nearly as much because i think then you're it's always being compared directly to the old game and that's not ever fair right i think most of us would probably agree if this would have been directly one-to-one -one with no changes none of these ghosts or whether you like them or not i think most of us probably would have felt like original game reign supreme hands down right because it, it just is it's the og this game the changes it made i think are really cool direction and the ghosts are kind of like the underpinning to all that or the whispers i think is what they call them they're called whispers um, yeah and i mean i agree for most of the game you're like what the heck are these things like they feel very out of place but i think that's what kind of added intrigue back to the game for me because once again if this would have just been a one-to-one -one remake what kind of intrigue is there really in the game you know what's going to happen yeah it's the nostalgia being like hey they did that thing but every time like one of these weird whispers came around or something happened that wasn't supposed to happen i was like well that's different and it really yeah. kept pulling me towards, hey, what are these about? Now, maybe you don't like what those whispers end up being or what they end up standing for, but seeing them throughout the game and the weird kind of changes and abrupt things they did, like where they saved Aerith from falling out of the um, the church ceiling, how they, mm -hmm. spoiler uh, metal, they end up saving Barrett from dying because he wasn't supposed to die yet. No, right. he ruined it. 
no, too bad. Fine. We're getting to the ending anyway, so I don't <laughs> care um, anyway. Dude, like, when that happened, I w- oh sorry, I'm interrupting your thought. Go no, ahead. you're fine. I was just gonna say when that happened, I was like, is this the change? Is this the difference? between the titles i, I think that like, was so Ooh. i think that's why i like that was so cool about the game is you can tell the game is like trying to change itself like with Aerith almost dying with bear uh dying outright and they do other things and then you feel the game course correct itself every time with the whisper like you can feel just something's not quite right and unsettling about the whole thing it's like a meta kind of narrative kind of going on behind it and then getting to the end to kind of learn about what the whispers are I think was really awesome. Like, are we are yeah. we ready to talk about that yet, or want to build into something I'm, else? Or I'm fine with that. Like, um, just to kind of piggyback off that, because seeing that now, I'm looking at it. Um, and after mentioning that, because I couldn't figure, I couldn't pinpoint it. And um, it seems like yeah, we probably already we saw them probably in like uh, from what it seemed like on uh, on Reddit some Reddit threads. It seems like they were part of uh, Advent Children and okay. Dirge of Cerberus. Dirge of Cerberus. Dirge of Cerberus. That's right. Um, which I do that remember. Game? That's for the PSP, I think. PS2. From, from what I remember, PS2. And yeah, like when you see them, it's like that's why I remember seeing them before. Mm-hmm. Um, I it was interesting that they were saving people. I was like, what the hell is going on? That's the one area that I did go through. I was like, this is interesting. Or, and then they stop you from going area to certain areas or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, huh, this is interesting. So I know so, you didn't actually play the ending. You just read it. Do you understand what the whispers are and what they're doing? Like, did you read that far? Do you have an I did, breakdown? I, of- I didn't go. I didn't go into that, but I'm 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 willing to be enlightened right now because that's think, they're, they're interesting. Well, well I. Did they say what the? I know what the whispers' goals were, but I didn't. I don't remember if they said what they were. Were they just spirits of people's people so, that went back into the earth? Partially. Kind of? So there are still a lot of kind of unanswered questions. Like it's not like they dispelled every single thing out. So you do have to kind of read between the lines a little bit. You could actually get a little more information um, towards the end of that final battle with all the whispers if you used your assess command and actually locked oh, on to the I enemy. I didn't use it on it. Yeah, you could read a little bit about them. Like technically, um, and this is a little bit of theory crafting I've been reading about, but those three um, like whisper knights. Three whisper knights, yeah. They're technically, they're versions or people or lives from a future event. Um, what people are theorizing, those three is actually a future Cloud, Tifa, and Barrett. And if you notice the weapons they use, one uses a sword, one's got guns, others punching you. Oh. Uh, it's basically their future selves coming back to stop you from changing the timeline. Like, that's the whole thing about this game is, for whatever reason, the as you're playing through the game, you have the ability to make different choices than you made in the original game, but all these whispers are like, no, if you make these different changes and change your destiny, Sephiroth could win. They're looking at the original game where Sephiroth was defeated and that, you know, saved Gaia, all that good stuff, right? So they're constantly fighting you from changing your fate. You fighting them at the end is basically breaking you out of that destiny. So now everything after this point in the game can be completely different. Uh, the whole point is there's different timelines happening here. And this is kind of new for Final Fantasy VII, uh, but not really. They've dabbled with this a little bit in the past, but um, they even, t- like, there's a, spo- once again, spoiler, but Zack is potentially alive in this game still. Um, and, yeah. Sephir- and one thing that's interesting, too, is like Aerith, early on in this game always felt 
off from her original character. Like she always seemed like she was a little too clairvoyant, if that makes sense. Yeah. And the theory is that she probably because she died in the original game went back into the life stream. No, you ruined it for. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. But, but you only being, had like thirty years to play it. <laughs> I know. But I'm Aerith sorry, everyone. And Sephiroth, oh, since they both died in the original game, they were like reintroduced into the live stream, and they basically people are like saying they'd be reincarnated into a different timeline, whatever. But they know how it's supposed to play out. Like Aerith knows what's supposed to happen. She knows she's gonna die. She knows what happens after they leave Midgard, and that's why she's kind of pushing you also to get to a new fate or a new destiny so i don't know i really thought that was neat um because once again and now it's set us up so moving beyond um this first remake they can do whatever they want with the rest of the game i don't feel like i'm gonna be waiting around for the one-to-one -one, oh there's a thing that was supposed to happen like it could be completely different and i think that's really cool maybe Aerith will die maybe she won't maybe you have a choice to actually um save her in the end like i don't know i think yeah. that just adds a lot more unknown uh, kind of options for how this game could play out, which I find that far more exciting than if I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to play the same stuff I did, hey, but now it's hey. in 3D. I completely agree hey. with you on that one, man. Like, a lot oh. of it feels a little bit more different than, than, than normal, which is nice. And and not only that, but, you know, reading it up a little bit and watching that ending, pretty 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 crazy how it would happen. Um, they did, I mean, like you said, they messed with those timeline things before. And, um... I mean, hell, freaking Final Fantasy VIII was one of those nonsense freaking mm. playing with timelines and all that other craziness, playing with time, whatever you want to call it, memories and whatever. Yeah, what it's have not you. new for Final Fantasy. They've done weird no. timey stuff before. Yeah, this is this is all like when they hit 3D for the first time, they they've been messing with all this nonsense, and they've it's been doing it for quite some time. And I'll agree that it all is very convoluted. Like a lot of what I think i understand about the Fantasy ending is like that and especially because of the director we have this is um namora who is yeah, the director of geez. kingdom hearts like of course <laughs> it's going to be weird and kind of convoluted not make 100 percent sense but i kind of like that for this um one it's fun one small little line and i, I don't know if you caught this chask a lot of people were arguing about what this meant for a long time but like in that final mm -hmm. battle with sephiroth and cloud sephiroth's like all right you're only seven seconds from the edge i wonder what you're going to do with it do you know what he's talking about? Do you think you have an idea? I have no idea. I remember him saying it, and it didn't register. I think the first time I heard it, I didn't get it either. I was watching some video about it, though, a while back, and someone had a theory for it, which, if this is true, which I think it probably is, it's really cool. So, um, what is the edge? So that's the whole point. Yeah. Like, how do I want to break this down? So remember, in this new game, Sephiroth knows what's going to happen he knows he loses in the original game he's trying to do anything mm -hmm. he can to break away from it so um in this he knows that Aerith is going to die he knows everything that's happened beyond that if you go back to the original ps1 game what people were looking at from the moment that sephiroth appears on the screen to where he stabs Aerith, oh there's scene, seven seconds seven seconds oh, exactly yeah. so he's basically like challenging cloud be like hey what are you gonna do this time um, I don't know. I just thought it was a really cool kind of throwback to the original game. Not that I think by any means did, you know, the OG developers intend for that. But I think that's like, it's a very convoluted, weird reference. But I like that they're playing on those old school um, little nuanced things in the old game, but giving it this new twist. Like, I don't know. For me, that opened this game up so much more than it would have been if it just would have been a straight remake. So, 
Yeah. Okay, so we're at <laughs> like 43 like... <laughs> We're at 43 minutes for this. Can we go the... 15 more minutes since we always no. talk so long about it? Like, I... hey man, we talked about your Pokémon Arceus forever. That's true. <laughs> um, I just wanted minutes. to I I just wanted to add in real quick for my final thought is just that there were a lot of sections in here in this game I really enjoyed. Really enjoyed um I really enjoyed the bike section, you know, getting to uh, kind of race around. Some of those sections were really fun. I really enjoyed the Don Corneo section. There, there was there was a lot of fun to be had here. I just I just feel like if they could have well, how long was this playthrough? Like twenty five to thirty. I feel like if they, I feel like I feel like it's maybe longer. more. With the Mine maybe was more. close to sixty, but I did just about everything. I feel I think it was probably about thirty, maybe a little more. But I feel like if they could have shaved off five to ten, it would have been amazing. Maybe it's because su- we were playing the easy mode. That's I'm why. surprised you feel Maybe. like that if you only play thirty hours. Like, I mean, I don't disagree. I do think this game has some fluff in it, and there's definitely some things that could be shaved, uh, even from this the main story pers- uh, perspective. Like, honestly, I like the total tunnel section. I didn't love the tunnels; those for me dragged on a while. But well, no, some of the crane stuff. A yeah. lot of that. I like the music, but no. Um, but but I mean, that, the I whole. Didn't... The whole sewer section that was all sewer section that dragged, yeah. But even in the original, it was like that too. It was dragged yeah. out. Like, it dragged out like hard. I guess my point being though is, even with those dragging sections, if you still beat the game in thirty hours, that's actually not that bad. That's actually relatively short for a Final Fantasy I'd game, in my opinion. Like, I don't remember. I am pretty sure me. my run took around sixty-ish hours. Dang it! I, I forgot did. the B-roll. You gotta start rem- ah, remind me. I didn't go do play it. any of it. I could just kept staring at the same screen. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious now how many of the side quests you actually played. Um, I did all of them because there's a list that te- that tells you when you complete them. Hmm. There's a there's a big thing that has uh It must be because you were easy like, then. I don't know. Yeah, be, that's what I'm thinking. Anyway, I, I won't argue your point. I do think there is some fluff. Um, shaving it down, you're right. There's probably about five hours in there. Maybe ten if you get, look at some side quests really in depth. Could have been shaving and polished it up a little bit. But for the most part, what they have here I think is pretty solid. Yeah. You know right, what gamers, I thought was interesting? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I was, I was going to say one last thing. You know what they added that was really cool? That one kid in the town... Yeah, gives you the, the, the good. VR the kid that gives stuff. you the VR, mm-hmm. and you get to you get to like oh, fight Shiva, and that VR becomes stuff. like your first yeah. earned, mm-hmm. like you know, material. It's like, oh, this is great. Like, I think the idea of that kid being like kind of useful mm-hmm. is awesome. Like the whole idea of him just here, here missions you got to. By the way, I just made a brand new material with the information you just gave me. Yeah, I'm like, I that was cool. this is great. Like, I, that, I that do, opens up a whole new thing for it. I do kind of wish they would have done a little bit more. Those were really fun. I really liked some of those VR oriented, but I did all the ones I could, and I only got like what two or three summons or something. I didn't think they did I feel a, like heck I a got whole more lot than with that. that. Maybe there's stuff I missed. I mean, I. I it's been two years since I played this, so maybe quest. um I might be missing stuff yeah. or forgetting stuff. Um, because I felt like there was a but lot there, but mm. I feel like I, I, there's obviously so much more I got to do, but I'm gonna keep playing it and hacking away because mm-hmm. it's even with the ending the way it is, it's like I I find it to be just a relatively fun game, and even well, though I think like having both Punisher mode and freaking tactical, well, oh, what is it the uh, the whatever other mode there is operator mm-hmm. mode. Like, I feel like that, that. That's interesting how you have two whole move sets, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
that that's something that's different too if we're gonna you know since we're going back into gameplay just a little bit um you know it's just it's just fun next episode once you finish it i feel like we should come back and at least talk about it for uh there's there's bound to be a couple things we forget about mentioning here that we'll want to throw in so maybe once you officially finish it maybe we can do a short little hopefully short segment on it well, I got one question before we move away from it because I'm pretty sure I read um, officially they want this game to be a trilogy because the next one's called like oh, what, Rebirth right. or something. Rebirth. And then I think they mentioned the name for the third one too. I just couldn't find it. Um, where do you think they're going to leave off on part two? Because there's so well, much I mean, game left. Like if you really think are, about the original I game. I feel like the next part, the next major part that I remember was the there's tower. like a there's a t- there's like a military outpost or mm-hmm. something. After you guys get Isn't captured pl- and Aerith dies, you don't yeah. There's that. a yeah. There's a place where you go where I think is where you finally deal with uh, the son of uh, Shinra. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rufus. Maybe? Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Not Rufus. Yeah. There's like a Rufus like section. You don't straight up deal with him, but kind of you you have your first real engagement with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I feel so like that, maybe that's there's like a good right spot. after. Aerith uh, gets off, right? So you're thinking it will end after the Temple area? Maybe. I mean, Temple area would be a good place to leave off, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I'm just curious because but... even after that, there's a lot of game. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I'm just kind of think like, I almost Where feel was like they're going to have to rush something. Gold Saucer is somewhere... after that. It's after. Also so after that. So if I was all, when you get out of Midgard, one of the first things you can do is get to Nibelheim, right? So you can kind of go that's through the all, town, right? Yeah, town clouds, of hometown, which that on that's like my favorite part of the game, like that whole section right there, because there's so much just meat to what happened. Um, I like so had, I like climbing around the cliffs and stuff. I remember in the original game, there's a lot of area there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a saucer after that, right? You have that outpost. You have Rocket Town. Um, you've got the whole ending section in Midgar. Like there's you have the mountain stuff. Like, I don't know how and where they're going to squeeze stuff in without, unless one of these games is going to be substantially longer than this game. Like, if this game was 40, 50 hours, one of these games, like the last one, is going to be like a 90-hour slog, I, I kind of feel I, like. I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that, even in the next one, just because of how much extra crap there is in the game. Because there's so much. There's just look, a, an absolute Look at how much they fleshed out Midgard. Like, Midgard was a quarter of the original game and they stretched yeah. it into 40 something hours. Like they could do yeah. that with almost any other single area in the game. Like freaking the saucer area. That, that's going to be, there's a lot there. Did they say that, did they ever say if they were going to actually add chocobo racing as a part of this or did they complete the next? How could they not? Cause, cause the chocobo racing and breeding was like one, like just trying to get the freaking golden chocobo. I'm is sure like they'll have that. I think it'll be an optional thing. I'm sure they're not going to force you to have to find that golden chocobo and raise them, but I bet it's going <laughs> to be in there. Like people would probably ride if it wasn't. Now, do you think they'll throw all the weapons in there? Oh my god! You think they'll have all the Wu Tai stuff? Well, isn't that what uh, the next uh, the DLC for the PS5 is for? I didn't like, play the whole thing. They... I know it's it's Yuffie. Um, I don't know yeah, how much they I'm not do sure. with Yuffie though. Because I noticed that, like, cause since I don't have the PS5, I have the PS4 because, mm-hmm. you know, I need to purchase the PS5. Um, I noticed that the 
the the down at least in the, in the game itself they talk a lot during like as you're walking around mm-hmm. they must be a part of Wu Tai oh they're trying to do something with Wu Tai yeah. like, they added a bunch of crap in there I'm not sure if that was there before but they they ended up like throwing a lot of extra dialogue about Wu Tai yeah, I remember all that so mm-hmm. I don't know point being there's a lot of game left so I'm curious how they're gonna really... section it off. I actually really enjoyed a lot of the stuff that happens in the open world. I remember there's mm-hmm. the serpent that you got to find the, the serpent, turbo to yeah. get by. Oh, dude. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I want to fight the weapons. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Oh, freaking what about Valentine? I think they're going to have him in here. Like, oh, well, man. Wasn't there a, wasn't there a, like a. <laughs> I love Irvin. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, wasn't there an area you went to where it was just a bunch of trials or something? Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I do remember something. There was an area that was just a bunch of... I don't know. Oh, okay. Over 50 minutes on Final Fantasy VII. Okay. See, so, we almost made an hour. Uh, we want to t- uh, drag it out for eight more minutes. Come on, Metal. Let's do definitely, it. Yeah, definitely do next episode when, when Gamer finishes. So I really one. think that this uh, other part of the game is really fun. Uh... <laughs> we didn't even try right. to talk oh. at all about the um, what the Honeybee Inn. Come there on. is oh, so yeah, much true. there. It's just a QTE dance. I do have one last thing to say. Something that annoyed me. And Hmm. you don't have to agree with me. So this is very my... Continuing on? Just one last (laughs) thing, I promise. And I I got annoyed by this because yesterday I was playing and I'm like, all right, this is getting really annoying. So like, you know, when you're low on health, I mean, it's one thing if you want to use your magic, but I, I, you know, you buy like 100 potions... I would like to use my potions and instead of like, you know, sitting there every single one before you could just go bra, 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 and just like feel yourself up. Um, now you have to do it. Like wait. I, I know it sounds stupid, but you know, it's, it takes so long just to fill your health bar with just regular potions because regular potions are so damn cheap mm-hmm. while the uh, high potions are like a thousand gold gill or whatever, you know, uh, 300 i know you know you can, you can you can roast me in the comments i don't care um why are you smiling chaz almost at 50 oh i forgot about all the expanded <laughs> section with jesse and stuff i'm, I'm watching your b-roll finally like oh, yeah. Yeah, jesse stuff was great man yeah because she was such like a just throwaway character in the original mm-hmm. one so um I don't know the fact yeah. that they, that whole little sub crew that whole that they cancer built like weird yeah. section with her dad it was well, yeah, it was that, that, that's milk. some meat and potatoes, though. Like when you really like, that think was about good it. addition stuff. Like because Jesse was really like a, a non necessary character, like at all in the original game. So the fact they made her someone that when she died, oh no, spoiler, um, was... was actually something <laughs> interesting. I thought it was cool. Yeah, and you know what's funny too that I noticed is that Biggs and Wedge get noted. They get named a lot throughout mm-hmm. the throughout and the they beginning don't of die. the game too. Or no. was it just? Um, Oh, which one do they? Wedge lives. The Bigs. No, one of the guys won. Oh no, 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 Biggs lives. I think, I think I forgot. In the original game, live. don't they one both die? I don't in remember. I know in this. Don't. I know in this one. There's in a this change. one, she's the she's the only one that dies in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Once again, it's a, it's a change. Put in the comment. Ooh. Yep. But anyway, yeah, that's the the that whole that whole portion was really really cool. That just gave it a lot more fun. Like, I think that's what it is. They played this whole thing out as like a really like soap opera-y, like, type of manga, like, you It's know, very soap opera-y. I think that's why I like watching English. It feels even more like a soap opera. I don't know. Yeah. Some, it's like slice, it. of, slice of Life type stuff. Like, they, they added Slice of Life inside the game that never had it. 
And it's they like, started oh, doing that too. I don't know exactly dude. when. I know they had a lot of that in Final Fantasy 15, and this feels like those moments. But I don't know some people are going to hate that because it really it can slow down the game. It can feel like it's pacing breaking, but. I yeah, like it. Fun. I like those slow moments, like uh, in fifteen, where you go and get your cup of noodles. I don't know. I gotta see the cloud thing dancing. I'm sorry, that looks ridiculous. Oh, the that's the honeybee and stuff. Yeah. I'm telling you, like they they gave that guy so much extra character. Like it's so good. It's so good. Anyway, you know what? I'll keep playing it, and you can end it here. Sorry, you guys. I I have a feeling we need to come back to it. Well, I want to get gamers' final thoughts on. On if it changes anyhow, and what he's read or what we've talked about. Yeah. So there we go. So that is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ultimately, a fun experience. I feel like all three of us fairly positive, right, so far. Mm-hmm. I feel yep. like because I know we talked about it just a little bit before we actually went live, and you guys were both, or at least Metal was like, "Oh, this game, blah blah blah," and now I can feel he's being swayed. So it's working. Mm. <laughs> it's working. So silly. Okay. I've always liked the game regardless. Like when I played it in twenty twenty it was good. Just, you know, I'm getting a little bit more into it. I'm like, all right. That's cool. All right, I think we'll I'm along, Chaz. I know, I know yeah. you want this to go along. Uh, we're fine. I bet you if this was a Pokemon he'd keep going. <laughs> I know I would. Uh, <laughs> okay, the whole so channel. we're gonna know, we're gonna right? move on to everyone's favorite aspect, our highlights from the horde of the everyone's favorite aspect of the channel, I should say. Ooh. Um so if you don't channel. know if you don't know, Highlights from the Horde is our section where we like to pull an item from each of our collections and just kind of talk about it and explain why we like it, why we love it, why it's, why it's there. Um, so I think I think I should go first, seeing as how I wanted to show see something. Seeing how this is my just... channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, this follows a theme on, on this episode uh, for the for the podcast. So, uh, did you, I don't know if you, you ready? I don't know if you switched over. I'm always for ready. It. Ready there for action. All right, so my first or my item for the Highlights for the Horde for this week is something I won in an auction. It just came in yesterday. I told, I think Phoenix might, I mm-hmm. might have told him, but something I was missing in my collection. I'm pretty sure you guys already have. This isn't super rare. It's just something I was missing, and it suits. But I won in an auction the original hey. Final, Final Fantasy for the NES. I got it for a little over retail. Um, How much did I you pay? I don't, I don't remember what the retail on is right now. It was like 30 35 somewhere around there. It was in an auction. Now, granted, retailing, it's like 25 right now, but I was having fun with it. I was just in an auction, and I got it signed by a fellow game collector that I like on YouTube. That's uh, John Riggs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of fun. Again, I was just in there talking with people, and I don't know, kind of partaking in, in some good gaming auction these stuff. But um, oh, I should, I guess, just in case anyone. Uh, boop, boop, boop. There's some B-roll. But um, yeah, just... I don't know. I've never played it. I don't know if I when I'll have time to try and play the OG stuff, but um, I'm, I would assume it's probably hard for modern gamers to go back and play something like this. But Actually, maybe really someday. Good. Yeah, I played a few. Is it still really it's not good? Too bad. Yeah. It's it's fu- it's fun. It, like it, it's it, if you obviously if you're trying to compare it to newer versions, good luck. Um, this is like their last game before they almost died as a yeah, company. Yeah, that's why it's called so, Final Fantasy. If I was still yeah. gonna be their final game. Yeah, like if this and, and surprisingly they had a miracle fantasy, so that's kind of like what was going on here. It's it's a good game. Uh, if if you like it, you know that mm-hmm. you, you'll like it. But if you don't, it's it, just gonna happen. You're not. Gonna it like at least it. was something I was missing, and I was like, I'll buy it. I don't care. <laughs> I want it. But um, yeah. So that's it. I don't know. That's all I had to show. I, it definitely fit with 
you know, the theming of us talking about seven remake. So agreed. Ooh. Okay. So, so who's nice. up next? Uh, go ahead. Metal. Oh, goody. Well, this isn't fit any Final Fantasy like at all. But I do got something interesting. I was looking through my collection, and um, I always feel like the more I go through my collection, the less stuff I have now. So it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of getting hard. Um, but giggity. Um, I did <laughs> giggity, giggity. So I, I pulled this one out because I ended up finding this out of, out of, <laughs> <laughs> I found this guy out of just pure luck. And I remember playing this when I was, uh, when I was, Puerto Rico back in like 2000, 2000 around there, early 2000s, and I ended up like snagging this bad boy called Jade Cocoon. Oh yeah, what in the world? So a little bit of backstory about this game. This game is actually art style is by the same guy who does Studio Ghibli stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. So if you take a look at some of the art, you can yeah. kind of see it. it's uh, his name is Katsuya Kondo. And he does exactly like that. Yeah, actually, it is exactly like it. So a lot of the artwork, I still have the book and everything. And um, it's a lot of the where are you? The characters is where it's at is when you read the the, you see the characters, they have like the old lady Mm -hmm. and then the girl. You can kind of tell like that's like the style. And see. So it's like, and and the the funny thing about this game is that what I, the reason why, I, see, look, here's here's a here's a really if this doesn't scream Ghibli, I don't know what doesn't. Yeah, you know, I don't know what does, but um, isn't it Ghibli? Mike, no, I'm kidding. Whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> so like, I played this game in 2000, and my cousin has this game, and I remember playing the heck out of it. It's only one disc, by the way. Um, just one disc. And I don't know why they did that, but it was just one disc. Make and it look cooler. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But whatever it was, it's just like monster, uh, what is it? Uh, monster breeding? Monster breeding RPG? That's pretty much what this is. It's like, it's like it's like Pokemon with monsters. And, I thought you were, uh, were going to say monsters. it's like, I thought you were going to say it's like Monster Rancher. No. Well, it's not like Monster Rancher. And, and that's a game I'm looking for. I'm looking for Monster Rancher 1 Those and Those games two. are so expensive now. Because they're so damn good, and they're hard to find. Um, I think I have man. 2 and 4. Nobody watching this remembers Monster Rancher. I, used, I loved Monster Rancher. But, um, but yeah, like this guy This guy is still with Studio Ghibli. Like, he's... He, he made... I mean, he he's the character designer for all these... Like Howl's Moving Castle and Ponyo and you know, uh, from Poppy Hill, you know. So I found this to be pretty cool. I got this for $5. Nice. I found this at the at, at a shop somewhere. I, do, I don't even remember where. I just happened to find it, and it was like 5 or 10 bucks, and I snagged it hard. Yeah, you can't find the deals the, like that anymore. No those way. are the best pickups, the ones where you're, you can look back and be like, I paid 5 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel yeah. like those days are finally, like, good and gone now. Like, for a while, you can still find them, but... Man, I like pawn shops. They're onto the the game. Goodwills are jacking everything up. Like, oh, it's terrible. I'm at the point where Even, paying paying slightly over retail. I'm like, oh, I got just held off on collecting. <laughs> like, I, I'm at the same. You'll dip at some point, boat. but you know, I've got enough. I can play what I've got for a while and just you know wait it out. Yeah, and just to, just 
just to kind of piggyback off that, like I've been kind of like goofing off on offer up and stuff, and mm -hmm. man, people are selling games like a Madden '98 for freaking fifty dollars. It's like get the hell out of they here. They all think they got gold like, now. Yeah, everyone wants this, and not only that, they're selling a lot of games. Like, a mm -hmm. GameCube game with like five games for like it's like you can eat. Like <laughs> no, no, you don't, you don't do that. People do and, that. And, they know and they're not even I... good games. A lot of friends I have know I buy games, so they're like, "Oh, check out this dealer," and I'm like, "Oh, I know that person. I, mm -hmm. They they sell everything retail, and they get lump, they get huge amounts of them. I know yeah. who that is. <laughs> Lame. But, Lame sauce. But yeah, that's what I got. Um, nothing cool. super special, but I thought it was interesting. I think this game, as is right now, with the uh, with the case and the you cut out booklet, how much is it? I think it's like seventy seventy five dollars. Holy cow! That's a nice one. <clears throat> Yeah. All right, cool. All right, all right, yep. Phoenix, what you got? All right. Uh, so, um, I know a couple of weeks ago I showed you my uh video game a... CD soundtracks. Uh, Ooh, it's a I love those. those are my favorite. I also started collecting video game vinyls. Oh, so. I, far... oh, yeah, I didn't even know they had those. Go. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I've got a few. I'll bring some of the other ones out another time. Um, but my wife got this one for me for Christmas. This is the Returnal soundtrack on vinyl. Haven't had a chance to listen to it just yet, but. I did open it, so I do plan on listening to it. It's, it, yeah. it's got uh, this cool translucent yellow. Ooh, beautiful. So, beautiful. I, I am a little sad, um, and Chaz will probably agree with this. It does not have the revision of Don't Fear the Reaper on it. Fear the Reaper, so, yeah. Yeah, so a little sad that's about that. That's not even super faithful. It's like much slower and piano-y. I don't yeah, know why they couldn't have it. It's probably a licensing thing, I would imagine, yeah. to have to like distribute it. I mean... A little sad, but you know, just the music in that game in general was really good, really eerie, kind of ambiotic kind of stuff. So, we talked a lot about Returnal. That's probably my favorite game of the past year, year and a half. So, I just nice. remembered. I just remembered something neither of us thought about showing, but but both of us got something from LRG recently. I don't know why we didn't think about. Well, because we were going to swap copies, right? Oh, we could. Yeah. I don't know. I figured that Next was time. an easy thing to to have on here, but. We can do it at the oh, next time. Because I know you wanted to open yours, so I was going to give you mine. Yeah. So without going into a whole lot of details about it, um, we both ordered the same item shipped from Limited Run. His came perfect, pristine. Perfect, perfect mine quality. came with little holes in the seal all on the bottom. And I'm the one that wants to open it. He wants to open it. it. I wanted to keep mine you know, I offered sealed. to swap. I was nice. And so swap we're we're going to swap. Yeah, we're going to. That's um, what, I, that's what I, did, I, I did complain to Limited Run, and they're like, oh, well, we don't really count that as damage, but we'll give you a partial refund. So I'm getting like $6 back. Which... What? It, honestly, $6 for something that's like 40, 40 bucks. I mean, well, I get to keep the item. It's a partial refund. I mean, I keep the item, and they just give me back some money for the quote-unquote damage on the seal. I feel Why like the, it's a little crappy because... Why $6? Why couldn't they at least give you 10 They like gave a... me 10% of the price. It's oh, a 10% refund. Odd. I, I'm really kind of torn. I mean, I'm glad they did something for me, and we're swapping the game, so ultimately it doesn't really matter. I'm actually getting a little more out of it, so I feel a little scummy now, to be honest. But <laughs> I guess my point being is, like, the whole point you buy some stuff from Limited Run is to get it sealed pristine as a collector's item. And a lot of people use almost not as an investment necessarily, but they expect the value to go up and they can, you know, resell it down the line or whatever it is. In a way, it is kind of an investment, whether you look at it that way or not. So the fact that they're okay with selling their games with holes in the seals and that not a big issue, I don't know. I'm not, wasn't too keen on that, but is what I it don't want to say, I don't want to say this is going to happen to LRG, but it, 
It could be it eventually goes the way of a loot crate or something where the quality starts to dip a little bit. You don't feel like oh, you're, boy. you know what I mean? Hopefully not. I'm not wishing that on LRG, but you know what I mean? Like, like loot crate, I feel like it started to get kind of crappy and you could tell when they were starting to go under. Well, see, uh, that was my first negative experience with uh, LRG, barring, you know, how long it took to get some items. But I think that was just, you know, limitations with productions and stuff like that. But conversation for another time. I changed my mind. We're not swapping. I'm keeping the good one. <laughs> Whatever. I'll just open this one. <laughs> so, all, right. <laughs> all right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. So now we're moving on to our speed run news. We have three quick topics here for, for each of us to kind of uh, chit chat about. Um, now, speedrun topic number one. Um, this is a little bit older, but I still felt like it was kind of relevant seeing as how the show will be starting. Uh, you know, it's probably starting in the next what week or two, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, did you guys want to talk about the show when it launches? I don't know if all of the episodes are launching at once or if it's one by one. I don't think they one, are. But... I think it's uh, weekly. I plan on watching it. Um, we're talking about Last I'm of Us, by the it. way, in case yes, nobody's yeah, aware. Um I mean, I'm going to watch it. I don't know if I'll watch it as soon as they release. My wife will probably want to watch it with me, so it's going to be kind of, you know, matching our schedules up to have time to watch it, but I'm interested for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely, I am, I'm going to watch it. I have HBO Max. If you, do you have HBO Max, gamer? I do, I do. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll watch it. I might as well. It'll if be easier gonna for watch us. it. It'll be great. If it's going to be one episode at a time, I feel like it'll be easier. It's much more manageable than the Netflix of... Here's 10 episodes or something. Watch them all. Yeah. Honestly, I like that better. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, fair enough. Yeah, but we need... Gotta have... Gotta have content. Gotta have content. Yeah, you also gotta have time, Chaz. No, I know. (laughs) Well, I mean, whenever you decide to want to open up your anime channel, we could just talk talk and grab about that. That'd be great. Oh, he's giving up on that. The one thing that brings viewers to his uh, channel, he doesn't do. Again, Man. you have to have time. You have to have time. Oh, okay. Stop I mean, playing Kingdom Hearts terribly, and you'll have a lot of time. So. <laughs> Man, we, we could watch enough. like we could we could all have like Akira watch Akira together and talk about it and be in the same chat while watching it and be like, yeah, let's talk crap about it because we can. Come on, man. No one wants to watch that. Okay, I'll watch not. Akira. I mean, so es- so essentially, this topic I have it labeled as the last of a showrunner showrunner tumbles. So essentially what had happened is that over the past week, and this is kind of something that stems off of what's been happening lately with uh, video game to TV show or movie adaptations where, you know, sometimes there isn't as much emphasis put on the actual game or uh, love or devotion to the actual, like, uh, what is it, plots or or the the theming of some things. I think a lot of this kind of stems from us uh, with Halo. I think kind of the you know, by being respectful to the source material yeah being respectful to source material um so i guess the first kind of um hint that something like this might be happening with this show was a lot of people was uh, apparently some of the actors were uh reportedly told or advised not to play the games um and then i guess ultimately where this kind of topic stems from is recently as of the gamer uh, as reported by Craig Mazin, who is the main writer, so the showrunner of the show, he recently uh, quoted as saying, when you're playing a section of a game, you're killing people, and when you die, you get sent back to the checkpoint. All those people are back, moving around in the same way, said Mazin in an interview uh, with The New Yorker. Watching a person die, I think, ought to be much different than watching pixels die. So a lot of people just kind of took it as he's kind of snubbing his nose at, you know, a gamer or a video game's way of uh, 
translating emotion or or characterization or ties to characters. So a lot of people kind of took it as like a ugh, video games, you know, TV shows and movies are a much better, more entertaining way of getting getting across emotions and stuff like that. So just I to don't you guys, think that's what he what meant do you at think? all? Uh, I'm starting the really? timer. Yeah, I here's the thing too. too I don't think he's wrong. Um, now, don't get play... me wrong. This isn't just me. This is kind of what most people online. Oh sure. I mean, I I've got books. kind of the scope of how people are feeling about it, but yeah. I think they're reading into this incorrectly. At least in my opinion. Like I think he's right. Uh, when you play a game, it becomes a little mindless sometimes when you kill the people. Like they're you're put they put enemies in your way to kill as a gameplay mechanic. It's not that every kill is always supposed to be super meaningful, super impactful. If I think back to my first run of The Last of Us, I can't tell you how many random soldiers I killed and didn't even think about it. Or like, you know, uh, whatever they called them, like scavengers or whatever. Um, I think what his point being is you get to that point a game, right? It becomes at some level a game. Um, not saying that there can't be very emotional deaths and moments, and there certainly were inside The Last of Us. Like, they frame up certain characters, and when they die, it means something. I don't think that's what he's referring to. I think he's getting at, like, the moment-to-moment, this is a story with a lot of just general death around you. Even if it's a random person just dying out there in a firefight or in an interaction. That weight, I think, does get lost in gameplay. He's saying, in a television show, since you can't really come back from that decision it has a little more weight to it. If a character dies, even as like a side character, he's dead. He's the only character of that instance that could die, whereas a game you can just reload characters back. So I think that was his point. It wasn't that he was trying to you know, snub his nose at the game. It was just a general gaming kind of sense. So that was, that was my take on it. I didn't necessarily disagree with his point. Yeah, and it was just, a lot of this is just kind of people being worrisome about looking at other video game, TV show, movie adaptations, and... Because I remember this was the same thing that happened with Halo. I remember, what was that director? He he had never played Halo or something and was like, just kind of, I don't know, showed a, a, a strong indifference towards the games. I don't know. But Yeah, it, it's a fine line. I'm like, hit this director or this showrunner not wanting his actors to play the games. I'm kind of in between on that. Like, I certainly understand where concern could come there, but at the same time, I don't want these actors to feel like they have to be a one-to-one representation of Joel and Ellie exactly like they are, because they're not going to be. Those are different performances they're always going to be trying to mimic, and these, at least, um, what's his guy, the main um, actor in the game. uh, Pedro Pascal, Yeah, he's a fantastic actor. I wouldn't want to feel like he's limited trying to uh, recapture Troy Baker's performance as Joel. Like, I think he can still give a very Joel-like character um, or performance without having to mimic what he sees in the game. Like, if the script is respectful to the source material and the beats are very similar and the character development is still accurate, even if his take's a little different, I think the character's still going to come through. So I also am not necessarily opposed to him saying, yeah, don't go spend all your time playing the game. Like, stay kind of fresh, focus on the script. That will give you more wiggle room to kind of express yourself and have your performance in it so I don't, i'm not turned away by that partially because from what i've seen so far of this um show it looks very faithful to the source material like the tone the mood um the moments and beats they've kind of alluded to inside the trailer unless they're really hiding a bunch of stuff in this show that really just goes way off into left field as soon as the show gets up and running i feel like this is probably going to follow the first game pretty well and be relatively accurate so I don't know. I'm confident it's, it's, with it. 
I should say after I added this topic, all of a sudden today, like reviews started popping up. So it, well, reviews, I don't know if you care about reviews, but it seems generally favorable mm-hmm. in terms of people viewing it so far. So like you're saying, hopefully they stay pretty faithful and I don't know, treat the source material right. What about now, you, gamer? Neither of you played the first game, right? No. Uh, I started it, never finished it. I would it's say at this free. point, don't play it. Like, watch the show first. I'm very curious how you are going to like the... Like, have you watched a Let's Play of it at all? Like, do you... How familiar are you with I've the I've never seen a Let's Play. No. I played, like, the first couple hours, and that's it. At this point, and maybe I'm ruining this for you, because I'm sure most people would say the best uh, way to experience this story is to play the game, which I would probably agree with that. But I really want to know what your take is going to be if you watch the show first and then play the play the game i want i'm at that point yeah i'll watch it first i found at least for me like i am usually more appreciative of adaptations if i haven't played the original first um we were talking about it for something a while back i don't remember what it was um crap i wish i could but i think you'll get more enjoyment out of the show not having that frame of reference to like say oh well this is how the original game should have been like even like with final fantasy like it almost would have been better if maybe you didn't play the original well no not for final fantasy 7 i think you need that context mm. sorry I went off on tangent. I wasted the rest of our time. No, you're good. Did you have anything <laughs> to throw in there, gamer? Anything no, I don't. I, I barely yeah. know anything about the game. As a matter of fact, the P- it's free on uh, on PlayStation Plus, so I can just play. I pick it up and play whenever. How, how um, dare you have nothing to add to the to the topic? I, I stole I, all the words. I, all, I know, all I know is that it's an extremely popular game, and then that's pretty much no. as far as it goes. You're perfect. They rendered the perfect. second game, and now a freaking. Uh, Series. No B-roll. I forgot B-roll again. I'm, I'm yeah, she did. You're, you're a I get so I, I get so into it. That's it. Okay. So I think it's time for Phoenix Man to Pokemon Channel. <laughs> yeah. Next so week we're gonna we'll move have a whole on new, to uh, UI to the to the chat. It'll be all Pokemon themed. <laughs> do it. Maybe it do better. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anything yeah. at this point, right? Please. Gosh. <laughs> Bring the viewers. <laughs> Uh, so moving desperate. on, moving on to speed rent topic number two. I don't know if you guys even heard about this. I know. Start the B roll. Phoenix has. Yeah. Yeah. Play B roll, please. No, please don't start saying that. No, that makes it even worse. <laughs> play the B roll. Uh, so we're play the B roll. So moving on, we have. Um, I don't know if you got to see, but there is a new Switch controller that got announced, and it Ooh. basically almost looks exactly like the Wavebird. I had this topic dubbed the GameCube waves again. Mm. Da, da, da. Uh. Um, but oh, interesting. I, so I think pretty much the biggest thing that I saw is that this kind of fixes some sort. Well, not some. I know about the Joy-Con drift, but that's like their big standing point, I guess. Is other than the nostalgia, is that this has no Joy-Con drift. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's see. Shoot, I didn't pull any major points out of this. But it just basically is by a company called NYXI Gaming. And I don't know. I'm guessing they're some sort of third-party company. I haven't actually looked. At, I should have looked into this company. I don't know anything else that they've made. But oh, basically, worse. it's just a, a wireless <laughs> controller that has two remappable back buttons in addition to interchangeable joystick rings. So you can do quite a bit of customization with this thing. Um, it seems like all of the original um, analogs are all there. Battery life is roughly six and a half hours. That seems pretty decent. So uh, I think there was a price point here. It says that it is now available for $69. Giggity. So what do you guys think? Is this something you guys are interested in to play your modern 
uh, Switch games with. I think it's beautiful, to be honest. Um, I'm not like real. It's big. not gray. It's not gray like it's the original gray. Wave Bird. Well, but it uh, has the GameCube had... color. Yeah. No, I I'm kind of digging this. Like, I'm not real big on third party. Um, really, any controllers. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be some nuances to the fact that it's third party that you know, may not be great, but. Um, I've been wanting a wireless uh, Switch controller for a while. While I haven't bought into the Pro, I just never really had the interest in it. Oh, um, I didn't realize it. It goes on the ends. That's yeah, it's really cool onto it. Which I I have oh. been looking into potentially getting one like those Hori pads. You know, they, they kind of look like this, but they add more grip to the Switch. What you call me? This, uh, um, <laughs> this I think would be the perfect you know um, kind of replacement for that. Like they kind of do what the Hori pad does, but you mm -hmm. can pull them off and have a essential wave bird controller i think the aesthetic looks good I like the light lighted buttons um the no oh, stick drift thing neat. um you know i think that's just going to kind of have to wait to be seen i know it's using like a magnetic technology so it doesn't like to rub on the sensors so that sounds good i do know with a lot of these third-party controllers that like snap on externally they don't have all the same functionality um that some other wireless like first parties do like they don't always have like the hd rumble or like the gyroscope so you might be missing out on that but I don't really care. Um, I'm kind of digging this. I'll probably pick one up at some point, maybe not initially, but down the line, I think I will. It's very, it's it's very pretty. Um, I I I I don't have any third party controllers. I mean, if anything, closest thing I got is they bit do the eight bit do, which they don't even make these anymore because of mm -hmm. the you know Nintendo cease and desist letters. So it's kind of rare. But um, I lo I like it. I think if, I... if if I saw it somewhere, I think I'd probably get it. Especially since you know that's kind of neat that you can they have lighted buttons and stuff like that's kind of I... unique. I think I want one. Yeah. Do well, it. I'll tell you. Do I don't it. know if I I'm hesitant to order one online, but if I walk into a GameStop and I have that thing sitting there, I'm gonna have that's a hard time saying. saying no. That, well, that's the problem. Well, what sells me is the fact that it latch. I didn't even realize it latches onto the sides mm -hmm. of the switch. And mm -hmm. I'll be honest, I hate the Joy Cons. Oh yeah, I think the Joy Cons suck. And I can put, hands. I, I can put like something that feels like an old school GameCube on the side. I'm like, kind of digging that. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's. And honestly, um, I think this succeeds where like some of the you know like the Xbox kind of retro controllers have been bringing back, like the Duke and the 360. This adds, I think some modern needed uh, technologies to make it worth it. Like the, that 360 controller and the Duke, they're not even wireless. Like beyond nostalgia, there's no functional reason to have them. There are better controllers out there. This actually serves a very particular purpose. Like it's all wireless. It adds extra support and grip comfort to the switch itself. If you snap it onto the side, it has that nostalgia feel. Like this checks off a few more boxes than some of those Xbox ones did. Um, and it, the quality just looks pretty solid on it. So. Yeah, I'm in. They would have released this during holiday season. I would have that would have been my Christmas gift to myself. Is it like can you get this now or is it like an upcoming release or? Uh, I thought it said it's available now. It said really? the NXI the NYXI Wizard is available right now on NYXI's website. Costs seventy dollars. Oh yeah, look at that. Well, I got a birthday this month, so if you guys are feeling you know generous, you know you know what I want. So I'm st I'm still waiting for my PS5 somewhere. <laughs> I'm uh I'm not Fair your enough. wife, so. Oh yeah, whatever. You wish. That's <laughs> good. That sounds like a wife a wife issue. Ooh. Okay. I have no, I have no issues Ooh. with my wife. She never watches this. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Love you, babe. 
Well, now yeah. she knows what you. Well, now she knows what you want for your birthday. Hey, hey you'd just be happy you had a view on your channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I buy uh, it. Just saying. Okay. So are we have five, or do we? Uh, there's past? 40 seconds left. But man, any last minute thoughts or anything else no. you guys want to say about? I it? want one. That's all I got to uh, say. I do have one last thing I think I can say about it. This okay. might take a. This might take a few seconds. I like the fact that there's a turbo button on it. Yeah. There's two. There's two of them. That's cool, man. And has remappable <laughs> buttons on the back. So I mean, that, that's pretty killer. Like you don't see you those know, very often. The, I just thought about it, but the only thing is, is how many, how many GameCube games can you play on the Switch? It doesn't matter. I don't think we're getting us to play GameCube games. They're getting. No. It's going to have all the standard button functionality. Like notice too, the C stick on it is a extra analog stick, like a real one. It's not like. The crappy but little I mean, C like, stick you had you need on the, the old games to kind of go with the There's nostalgia a little bit. Well, you, okay, so you could you could go play Sunshine if you want. I mean, that's on the, the only one. There's like, I think there's a couple other. I I don't think that is what's going to hold people off from buying this controller. I mean, it's going to have all the basic functionality that standard controllers. The fact controllers that it's better than have. the Joy Cons is what's. I think that's what it is. It is a better option. I think the standard Joy Cons has more button that's options. It's the same price as two joy guns it's nostalgic like yeah some people might want to you know fire up a uh, actual gamecube game with it but most people are just going to play their regular games with it i know that's what i'm thinking i'll play Hades i have refused refuse to go buy yeah. more joy cons even though one of mine's drifts i'm like mm -hmm. i have my i have another controller i'll use that you know all right moving on speed run let's go yep moving on to the final speed run topic now this one i had to change last second because just today some news dropped but um, basically with this, uh, I should bring up the article. But basically as per uh, not only Windows Central, but as per um, Jez Corden, also on Twitter, he's uh, another person in the know. But basically it is being reported that uh, Microsoft is planning, well, possibly planning a, a, a uh, event for some time this month uh, where they plan on for showing some, it's more of, they consider it more of a developer direct where they're going to be showing some Bethesda-oriented titles, as well as, like, Redfall, Forza, I think I saw... Um, uh, they were... What was the third? Well, Minecraft Legends. There was something... Starfield. Else. I don't think... I don't think it's reported Starfield's going to be there, but... I don't know. I, I, don't I at know. least wanted to kind of broach the, uh, the subject with you guys, like, and kind of turn this into a... Not only do you want to... Do you... Uh, what, what do you want to see or expect to see here, but, like... What does Microsoft coming off of the kind of poor reception they had at the Game Awards, what do they have to do in 2023 to, like, kind of right the ship again? Because I felt like they had momentum, and now the last year or two they've kind of uh, dropped the ball just a little bit. I mean, Game Pass is their big draw, so I don't know if you started the timer, Phoenix. but Yeah, I just did. Okay. So... I don't know who wants to go. Who wants to take it away? What what, what do they? What do you want to see from this event? What do you want to see from them in twenty twenty three? Well, I think part of the reason they've been silent um, isn't so much that they don't have things they want to talk about, but they've still got all that nonsense going on with trying to buy Activision. They've got a lot of pushback. I think they're trying to lay low. They're trying not to be like, "Hey, Xbox is the best console," because if they try to you know raise and like up uh, uplift their marketplace position that makes them look worse in this whole legal situation they have going on. Like, they want to diminish themselves a little bit, so people are going to be like, oh, you get an Activision, no big deal. You guys do you. So I think that's part of one reason we didn't see a lot from, from the Game Awards or any of that. Um, but we are getting to the point of the year they kind of have to start, you know, hyping up stuff a little bit. Um, 
I, I've already said it. The thing they have to nail is Starfield. It's got to get a positive reception. If it doesn't, I mean, what else are you looking forward to on Xbox? I mean, I like Xbox regardless. I'm just, I'm already a fan of the ecosystem, the interface, um, the Game Pass stuff. So it's not like I'm trying to, you know, sell myself on the system. But um, I think most people are really holding on to. If Starfield doesn't do well, what do they got? Um, because nobody cares about Redfall. I mean, let's be real. I yeah, I don't, f especially because um, I don't know if you saw, but they kind of recently talked about uh that redfall may not be exactly what people were wanting with because a lot of people were hoping for like a left for dead title but it's kind of mm. come out that they were saying something about it possibly being more like far cry and that's mm. like mm, well left for dead is the much more beloved series than <laughs> than far cry but maybe they're just trying to set expectations for that title um everything else i'm like super interested in is something that has to do with Act activision so I think you're right. Possibly what they're doing is they don't want to set the, the biggest uh, thing people have been criticizing them for is not putting dates on any of their titles. So what they don't want to do is they don't want to put dates on certain titles and then later on have to change a bunch of dates because the Activision, they have to find dates for the Activision games as well. So maybe they're wanting to keep the slate clean to make it easier to kind of move games around when acquisition does come through. Oh, you know what I mean? That's it. I, mean, I could be wrong. I mean, I don't think they're worried about, you know, the game schedule if they get Activision stuff. I, mean, I think I think they are hopefully only one to release a game when it's ready. They've now been in several situa uh, situations where they've released games that were not. Halo being the biggest one. They really kind of pushed that because that was the only game they had on the docket. And it came out uh, initially with fairly high praise, but then it got pretty lackluster pretty quick. And I think because they've probably seen such a large drop-off in that, they're like, you know, we need to kind of stick this landing. So if they announce a game like, okay, Starfield comes out February 15th, and then it's not ready, that's going to hurt. Um, or if they come out and be like, okay, you know, we got to delay the game again. Then they got to change the day. That changes marketing and advertisement. So it's a big commitment to put a date on a game. And I'm thinking they're just wanting to make sure that whatever they're going to put out there is good and ready. Um, that's my hope. Maybe I'm wrong. Holding out for that. Yeah. What about you, gamer? I, I, I got like, nothing to say about that. He doesn't care about <laughs> Xbox. He's a PlayStation he PC man. He's like, you shut up, you yeah. Xbox. Forget Xbox. Forget you guys. Well, I, well, I was I was gonna remove this topic last second, but then I saw that there was news that an event was. Uh, there seemed to be pretty, you know, pretty pretty uh, reliable sources that it was happening this month. Um, but yeah. I feel like the only thing that could make people happy is dates. People want dates for, so they want to know when games are coming out. Like that's the best thing that helps people get excited for something is knowing when it's releasing. So, I mean, short of that, I mean, I, I agree with you though. I, I feel like they're holding out. They're wanting to hold their cards back until they figure out what's going on with this Activision thing. And I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, think I don't too... know exactly. Starfield isn't just a big bet for Xbox. Like, it's kind of Bethesda's last big... Well, I don't want to say last chance, but if if Starfield fails for um, really any reason, it's not just Xbox on the line, Bethesda will now have a couple of stinkers in the past few uh, big releases for them. I mean, 76 being the biggest, of course, but there's just a lot riding on this game. I think they're probably really hesitant to put out something unless they know it's ready. And that might be, honestly, something... 
that should cause some concern. That they maybe don't have a lot of confidence in this game and can't put a date on it right now when it should be coming out pretty soon. So that might be a bad sign for Starfield. I, I don't know. There's a timer. Okay. Well, interesting. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we didn't have as much to say. I, I don't know. Again, I, I was going to remove about this a little bit already. So I think yeah, it's part of it. Just more, more 2023 talk. Okay. So we are through everything. We have our last topic of the day. So we have, I dubbed it the 2023 high score Olympics. This is the kind of game I figured we could, uh, kind of play to kind of set the stage for 2023 and what's coming out, what's happening. So just some kind of, uh, just to let you know how it's going to work, we're going to determine a selection order. I think Phoenix said he's got a randomizer set for the three of us. So basically what we're going to do is uh, we're going to round robin it. Each We're going to go around. Each one of us gets to pick one game and kind of explain why we're picking that game. And what we're going to do is once each of us has five game titles, at the end of the year, uh, the cumulative score of the five titles, the rating of the games, uh, I think we decided we're going to go off of Metacritic. At this point, yeah, I think that's probably safe. I wouldn't do IGN. Um, and I think the logic behind that was if you pick kind of an obscure game, IGN doesn't review every single game, so mm-hmm. there would be something that doesn't have a score. So Metacritic, I think pretty much everything goes there. I don't know a lot of people like Open Critic just because they're kind of anti-Metacritic, so you could go with that. But I'm fine sticking to Metacritic. I mean, people are familiar enough with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, at the end of the year, whoever has the highest cumulative score between the five games, rating-wise. When's the game? Um, there are are just, we uh, averaging them or are we adding them? Adding them. How do you want to do? I mean, we could do it either way. I don't know if it, I don't know if it matters too much. Uh, I'm trying to think what would. I know we talked about too. One of the things, if you pick a game uh, that's going to release this next year and it gets pushed out of this next year for whatever reason, that's a, that's a zero. It's a zero. So I'm trying to think what hurts you more um, if we're adding them and you're just adding a zero to it, or if you're averaging. I suck at math. I suck at math, so you're gonna be the one doing the averaging if you, if you do do it. Oh my god, dude! Are you serious? That's like simple math, 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 Method. Just divide by the number. Oh my god! You know, you know how long it's been since I've divided anything? What last year? Well, Honestly, it'll probably end up being about the same, um, at least ranking wise, whether you add them or average them. Um, you know, it'll look more exciting since you're high score challenge. Let's just add them. That's fine. Okay. So we'll add them. That makes it easier on my brain. So so we got that. <laughs> of course. You, got, you have one of those? Of course. Maybe the averaging one might be more interesting because then it'd be like the games maybe. you picked have a standard like or an average Metacritic score of whatever. Yeah, yeah that's more interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. I'm going to do average. I'm going to hurt your brain, Chaz. Make you learn yeah. some basic math. Cool. Yeah. Right, so whoever has the highest average of the Metacritic scores. Yeah. Same rating. First grade math. Average. I'll have it just there just in case. Okay. Okay. So uh, now we just have to determine. We said uh, no remasters, but remakes. We will decide the difference between okay. remake and remaster if someone picks something that's questionable. Mm-hmm. So here's the argument for that, just in case anybody watching is curious the difference. Um, so the reason I don't think a remake, or I'm sorry, remaster should be up here is that essentially is just the same game it was, right? And I think it's too mm-hmm. easy then to kind of have a good anticipation of what the score is going to be. I mean, it could always vary, but like if they remaster, what are they remastering this year? Um, oh, there was a few of them. 
I don't remember. Um, Resident well, Evil 4 isn't that one of them? Well, Resident, Resident Evil 4, 4 is a remake. It's labeled okay, remake, not remaster. Um, aren't they doing it for right. like a Kirby game? Is it like a Kirby game that's being remastered? I think so. Regardless, yes, like when you remaster also... something, it's, yeah. you know, they upgrade graphics, they polish things up, but it's the same game. So I feel like then you can just really kind of base it off the old score. That's kind of cheating. But remakes at least have the opportunity to be different. Like we talked about Final Fantasy VII Remake. I think we'd all agree that is not the same game at its core now as the original Final Fantasy VII. I look at those as yeah. two different things. So the Agreed. scores, I think, you know, are a little more flexible. So remakes, yeah. okay, remasters, not so much. Yeah, one of them seems to be, uh, what is, oh, that's a remake. Yeah, yeah, I see I see what you're trying to say there. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Get stiff. Okay, so we've got that hashed out. Um, so now we just have to figure out the order. What order? So you All right, so I'm going to re-roll this. Um, let me just press, give me one second, I'm going to hide this. I press the random button. Press it a few times. And the order is Metal, Phoenix, Chasman. My own show, I'm going last. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That's metal, the random Phoenix, Chasman. That's all right. We know what Metal is going to pick first. All right. So, oh, do you? Well, I made just a little thing just to make, just to write, write these down so we know who picks who. So, ba, 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 gamer goes first. So, go ahead, gamer. So, what gamer do you what game do you pick that you are pretty sure is going to come out in 2023 as much as sure as you can be that's going to score really well or that you think is going to be popular amongst the 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 average crowd? Well, I mean, I know I know of a couple, but I know Phoenix is going to choose one specifically, so I'm going to let him have that one. But you don't I'm need to let have... me have it. This is a competition. You, have... you should competition. pick what you think is going to get the best yes. score. If, if I don't get it, that's okay. I've got backups. Uh, yo, yeah, I know. I'm not going to but... hate you. No, I will, I will hate you. Oh, okay, I by the way, before you. we pick, um, this was what I was alluding to earlier. Here is what's on the table. Okay, so whoever wins, who has, uh, has the highest average Metacritic score... They get to pick uh, games for the other two people to play and have to play them to completion. So, like, for me, I'll tell you, if I win, I'm making Chaz play Elden Ring 100% uh, <laughs> since he's he loves it so much. I don't know if I'm going to make uh, Metal play just yet. And then vice versa. So, you could, like, you can make me play, I think you were saying, like, Barbie Horse Adventure or something. I don't care. So. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Oh, and I should say, when you make your pick, you don't have to go on forever just you know explain why you picked it why you think it's going to do good okay so uh, my first one is going to uh, most likely i'm going to be picking picking it up anyway is uh i know final fantasy 16 is going to be my first one obviously you guys know that already um okay. i'm a huge fan i'm a huge fan obviously so i try to i know that one's just going to do well in general and most Final Fantasy games do, unless you're Final Fantasy fourteen OG. And it's just going to go down the hill. So, that's my first guess. Alright, that is not what I was going to pick first. Um, I, mean, I don't know what he's going to pick. I know. List. You should have picked it then. Okay, what do you know. think I'm going to pick? Legend of Zelda. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. You, we all know, it. We you just all gave know me free it. points. <laughs> Whatever, we'll see what does, we'll, we'll see what does better. Because there's, honestly, they're both pretty freaking high up there, and we already know that that's gonna be pretty. You're not gonna pretty, make me pick Starfield. Sixteen, I'll tell you, has more. It could go back and forth though. Like I think Zelda, I'd be very surprised if that's not in the low nineties at the worst. 
Like, Final Fantasy could go a couple of different directions. Mm-hmm. Either way. We'll right. see. I'll take that chance. You're brave. Phoenix doesn't brave even man. know if Zelda's coming brave out. Man. It's better than Metroid okay. 4. That's true. Metroid Prime 4. Okay, so... Metroid Prime 4. No, don't do it. <laughs> so go ahead, Phoenix. I already did. I chose Zelda. Oh. Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom. Zelda. Tears of Chaz's face. Zelda, Tears, <laughs> tears of Chaz. Tears of Chaz while he's playing Elden Ring. <laughs> I see I see him playing Elden Ring. <laughs> all right. So that's all? You just you just said Zelda. That's your yeah, do, do I need to explain it? No, I don't. No, Go ahead. no, you don't. No. All right. So now that leaves me to really look and see... Hmm, I got my little list here. So, what do I think is going to do You're, really well? That's so crazy because you knew we were going to pick those two major games first. I know, like, you should have been was hoping he would go first. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, I have fun. I had Zelda first. Oh, I got something that might be interesting. I can re-random roll every round. We don't have to now go in order. Like after you pick Chaz, I could roll it again. And then Imagine could... if Chaz is always last. You guys, we don't have. To, I mean, no, that might make this more interesting. Because other words. I think they're we can kind of be strategic right now, and I think we can, you know, I think favorably, you know, pick certain games. But if we can switch all to every round, that's going to make it a little cool. more spicy. So I, I think agree. I know what I'm going to pick. So okay. I'm going to kind of take a leap. I think this is coming out this year. It's slated to come out in February. All right, his I'm going to go. Face, I'm, man. I'm going to go with Hogwarts Legacy. I think. Really. <sighs> Oh boy! Well, I'm trying to think of what is super popular amongst the average crowd. Well, okay. And I know this okay. game has been talked up quite a bit. Because oh, there's other games I would pick, but I don't—they don't have dates, so I'm worried. Elden Ring. I, I think it's coming out this year. I would agree with that. Because I mean, they have that thing coming out relatively early, and like a Switch version a little bit later. Yeah. But I think the game will come out. I'm not confident that's going to score real well. I don't know. Oh god! You've already picked it though. It's too late. All right, All you're locked right, yeah. into Hogwarts. I'll, I'll go Hogwarts. It, said, it says February 10, twenty twenty three. So that's what it says. So I think again, it's coming. Game, I think it's coming. I'm I'm picking this game because I know it's coming out. A lot of people are excited for it. That's no, I don't know if that's good or bad. But it it it, it looks really good. The trailers I've seen. If it plays anything like the trailers, it should score. I know a lot of the the fans of uh, that. The, the the Harry Potter stuff are wanting more, so especially after those three movies. So that's my that's my pick. Hogwarts okay. Legacy. Fair enough. So you said you do want to mix it up again? I'm gonna re-roll it. Alright, I'm going now. Alright then. Give it a second to refresh. Alright, the new order Oh hold on, it didn't change. <laughs> oh. I it has really Okay. It flipped up this time. Ready? Me, Metal Jasmine. <laughs> Go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> I swear <laughs> I'm just pressing roll. That's all I'm doing here. I don't believe you. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to pick uh, the oh, first great. remake uh, Resident Evil 4. I think that's going to end up being more akin to like Final Fantasy 7 ish than it's going to be just a straight up remaster. Like, I think it's honestly going to be relatively similar to RE4, just the original. But I think they're going to add enough new stuff to it. It would qualify as a newish game. Would you guys agree with that, or do you want to fight me on it? Um, no, I, no I think I think you're you're 100 on that. 
think you're good on that one. I mean, they, they've already said they they already said they removed the dog, so. Yeah, I think they'll make some changes yeah. to it for sure. Yeah. All right. So gamer. Well, ahead. here we go. I'm gonna say seven rebirth because I know that I'm looking forward to that. But the thing is, is that is that you coming? Think that's coming? Is that, is that is coming? I don't think so. That's the problem. That's I think a, that's it could. The reason I step. the reason I don't think it will is because sixteen is supposed to come. That's got to be. Let me know before I start. That's got to be. Let me know before I start typing. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. I mean, just take a look at it really quick because I just thought about that. I was like, you know what? That doesn't sound right. Because I don't think if, that's a safe bet. I think you're gonna get a big zero for that guy. Yeah, I'd love to see it, but I think that's going to be a 2024 game. Um, let's just see. Choose, just choose Metroid Prime Four. That just game. Metroid Prime Yeah, that's 4, definitely just... coming out in March. <laughs> hmm. Come on, your time for research is over. Uh, you gotta go with I your gut now. Actually, I didn't even know that we were doing this until today. So. <laughs> <laughs> in my defense he just told me earlier and I'm like oh crap and I just I I wrote on my list real quick I know what I'm so, picking alright you know what I'm going to be a jerk I'm going to take a stab and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it the reason why and this is my reasoning Um, there are some sources that say that they're trying to reveal a 5th anniversary stream and they're doing it in winter of this year, of uh, winter of 2023. So I'm taking that bet. I'm gonna take that chance. If All that right. doesn't, if that doesn't fall through, I'll take the zero. All right, so Final you're sticking phase. with rebirth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with. It makes sense if they pull that shit. Oh, excuse me. If they pull that out for Christmas time. Yeah. You know what they're gonna done. do? They're going to announce the game and the date during that anniversary. It'll be for next year. That's. <sighs> You've already I'll said it now. That. You're committed, but I'm taking that bet. I'm taking that bet. I'm taking that bet. I'll eat it. I'll eat it later. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I gotta start thinking I'll about what game I'm gonna make you play. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, Jazz. So, I already made the decision while you guys were going, and I'm gonna ruin this for Chad or okay. Phoenix, I should say. I've got backwards, I'm gonna man. go. I'm gonna go with Spider-Man Two. That was my next one. Yeah. Um, nice. So the Spider-Man games have reviewed very well up to this point. Um, I still haven't played them. I need to play them on stream for you guys. Miles. But um, oh, Spider-Man, you know, those games are super quality. I think those are Insomniac. And I don't know. I feel like they're going to do well. And, mm -hmm. you know, PS2 games generally are, or PS2, Sony, <laughs> PlayStation 5 games, you know, generally have been reviewing well. So that's my, that's my solid pick. I think that's slated, pretty sure that's slated for this year. Like that yeah. seems pretty set in stone, I think. That's so I'm trying bet. to go a safe bet, yeah. All right, so. All right, so now I re-roll. Roll. Yep. All right, I'm pressing the if button. If I would have thought about it, I should have chose that first. I don't know why I waited until All two right, to go. All right, here is the new order. Metal, <laughs> Chasman, Phoenix. Oh, he's not last. All right, then. Um, I want to go. Um, obviously, you guys already know me. Um. I'm going to say the most highly anticipated Diablo 4. Mm. And you, yeah. I don't think I need any introduction on that one. We not only waited like 12 years for the damn thing. So there are a lot of people who like that those kind of dungeon crawler type games. Mm. So I think the only I'm, thing I'm, that could hurt that, I mean, I think the game is going to be good. 
is if they screw it up with a bunch of crazy microtransactions ah. like Immortal. I think people will be that's, so infuriated by it, that's going to knock it down. Now, just out of curiosity, when you go Metacritic, we're not going user scores, we're going critic scores, right? Because oh, user scores. scores will get bombed like crazy if something I goes bad. I believe critic score, yeah. yeah, that's a yeah. more, well, I think it's a more fair judgment. I agree. You know. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that one, um, obviously. Uh, I just hope they don't throw any, like you said, any stupid microtransaction nonsense. Or or auction houses. Ugh. Fine choice. Fine choice. Yep. All right, Chazman, you're not last. What are you going to pick? Um. <laughs> so let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So I do think I'm going to... Gosh, do I want to take a strike at that one? Do it. Mm. I'm taking a stab. Why don't you play on the? Or why don't you play on the? All right, the, so I'm gonna be that, I'm gonna be that guy, and I'm gonna go with Starfield, I guess. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty Ooh. sure that that's I don't think it's a safe bet. I can't <laughs> imagine. There's no way that game gets pushed out of 2023. Oh, I don't think I, that's gonna happen. I just don't think it's gonna be. It's gonna review well. Night. I think it's gonna review well not fantastic i think that's going to be an 80 something metacritic 84 85 maybe high 80s i could be wrong i mean i'd love if it's you know best game ever made but i'm not feeling it but hey i'm gonna do it i'm gonna jump back on the the todd howard train I'm gonna, oh he's God. gonna he's gonna write the ship and make the greatest bless your poor heart ever made okay. that's what i'm betting on elden yeah. ring the ship that can't seamlessly take off from the planet and go into space <laughs> It's going to have to go through a load screen first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. All, right. All right. Go ahead. Who's up next? Did you guys mix it up? Or no, uh, It's me now. Right. Wait, right. so who did you pick, uh, Phoenix? I forgot. I haven't picked anything yet. I haven't picked anything I'm at yet. the end of the oh, line you're this up. time. Oh, okay. I see. I see. All right. So I'm picking kind of an odd choice. Um, I didn't even realize it was coming out this year until I looked it up. But I think this one's going to review pretty well. Uh, Kerbal Space Program 2. Damn, I had that one on my list. Did you? Kerbal game. Yes, I did, because I, I remember how freaking awesome the first one was, and people really liked that one. First one was really good, and this is one of those Ooh. games I know they've had, I think, in, like, early access for a long time. It's going to yep. be super polished. Like, it's got a, you know, very rabid kind of community around it. I'd be surprised if that's not upper 80s yeah. at the bare minimum. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you 100%. Like, Yeah. I didn't even know that was coming out earlier this year. I think it's like February or something. It's right around the corner. Oh my God. I, they, they, no one said anything about it. Interesting. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Bam. Wasn't yeah. the first I game had it on like my a... list. It was on my radar. I was going to do my next one. The first game has be been cool. a, has been a game that's been out for like, what, 15 years? Oh, man, not quite that long, but it's been a long yeah. time. It's been like 20, uh, 2012, I think, 2013. Yeah. This one, this one me and Pal used to work together. Mm-hmm. All right, got a new order. You guys ready? Yep. And... I gotta be. I gotta be first. I have Jazz to. Jazz man is first. Yeah. Then metal. Then me at, at the end. Yeah. Okay, so I'm first here. Hmm. Let's see. So I'm gonna pick between you and you and maybe you. Okay, so, um, man, is that going to come out this year? You know what? Yes. Boom. Oh, it's so tough. Okay, so this one I'm going to pick 
just because I love the I love the first game. I'm gonna go with Hades two. I'm gonna assume because I, I I think Is it's gonna review well. I, Have they said I, that? I don't think so. I think this is a risky pick. I mean, it could. Uh, I mean, you, okay, gonna you picked it, so... I pick it. I Ooh. think Hades 2 is going to come out this year, and it's going to be the greatest video game ever made. There you go. That's why it's going to I think if it comes out, yes, it's going to be very well scoring. Will it come wow. out? You're, you're, taking a, you're taking a gamble on that. Yeah, I have to make up. I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, the trailer, here, here's the thing that I think might serve in your favor. I think a lot of the foundation of that game was already built, right? It mm-hmm. looks like Hades won. You know, I mean, art's different, of course, so the content's different and whatnot, but I think the core is there. So it's not like they had to spend two or three years developing a brand new engine and all this kind of stuff. And I feel like if they were ready to release that trailer, they're probably not too far around the corner. So you might get lucky. It might be a fall release. Maybe. I mean, mm-hmm. They, they say that they're gonna have early access soon enough. That's that's a that's hopeful. Yeah. So. Okay. All right, it might pay off. We'll play out for you. We'll yeah. see. I'm yeah. just excited. I want Hades too. Maybe that's why I'm that's in the better. same. Uh, it's in the same vein as his Diablo pick, yeah. I think. So who's better up than, uh, better than next? Final, better than Final Fantasy VII. I'll tell you that right now. Gambling. Mm, that's a oh, big yeah. That's two Final Fantasy games in one year. But then yet I'm not. I'm not. It's not far fetched. Okay, um, let's see. I'm gonna I'm going with Baldur's Gate three because that okay. one's coming out this year. And um, for those who have played Baldur's Gate two and one, obviously that's another dungeon crawler. That's a pretty fun game. And there's there's a, a lot of people like Baldur's Gate. And seeing that there's a third one, it's like ooh yes please. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping that it's gonna have a nice score. And that one's been in early access for a long for time, too. Time so. mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be nice and polished, and it's going to be really good. So hopefully, hope for the best. Hope for the best. So All that's right. my And you've got one. some theming going yours. you got two Final Fantasies, two Dungeon Crawlers. Like, All right, fair enough. Yeah, I got something going on there. All right, it's me now. Do it. Right, why, are you, why are you picking Redfall? Oh, I am not. <laughs> Um, so I'm picking one which I feel like is probably a pretty safe bet, but we'll see. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage. Hmm, I forgot about that one. Usually the Fire Emblem games usually do pretty well. I feel like Three Houses did well. Um, what was the Metacritic on that? I'm curious real quick. Three Houses, Meta. I feel like it was in the high 80s at the lowest. 89. So... I doubt this is going to be worse than that. I think that there's been a big resurgence in um, uh, Fire Emblem over the past three, four, five years. So, you know, I'm hopeful. All right. Am I doing another? Oh, we're on the last round, right? So I got to do one more roll. Yes. We got one more pick. One more oh, pick. Oh, it's each. one more? Yep. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, Final ordering. One. Here we go. Should I, have, should I have made more picks than five? No, I think five is space? plenty. All right, order is Metal, Phoenix, Chazman. So Chazman will get the final kind of uh, selection to round it oh, out. But man. Metal, this is your oh, last chance man. to screw me and uh, Chazman over. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Man, I, I didn't see think some we were going to go through so quick. I see some games that I'm surprised Gamer hasn't picked. It's a specific <sighs> Um, Dang, man. 
And it's probably because it's either they're not coming out this year or something. Um, I'm but pretty if they sure are, they're both. I'm if pretty they sure are, they're, they're coming out this year. Yeah. Um, dang, man. But I may end up it's picking like, one of them. Well, I have a couple here that I, I'm looking at, and I'm a tough one because there's a couple that I really do. I'll probably, I'll probably do some, like, you know, last-minute nominees or something, but which would be pretty cool to, to do at the end of all this. Yeah. Um, damn, between between three of them, that's that's the worst part. Um, I don't know how well this is gonna do. I'm really hoping this does well if I do choose it. I hope it's gonna do well if you're picking it. That's the, <laughs> that's the thing. That's a, it, it's it's kind of hard because you know, last one, you know, okay, I guess, but that's that was like ten years ago. So hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Armored Core Six because I really do want to see what's going on with that. Oh, is, is that coming out this year? I could have sworn I could have sworn it was. It's not. I I think that's they and did they just did the announcement trailer I mean, during me, the me Game Awards. A cinematic trailer. Oh, okay, I just look, okay something does say coming 2023. Okay, so unless oh, they push okay. it out. Ooh. Hmm. I but totally forgot it. about that game. I didn't even think they had a potential date on it, so okay. Yeah, it's just slated. But it says it doesn't know when it's going to be released, so. That's so a bit of a gamble there, but. Yeah. It is, but I am looking forward to that. And that's, that's, the, my problem with that is that, like, it could be, it could go in either direction, that. So. Well, it's been so long since they've had an armor cord game, like, man, I'm not sure if the fan base is still there and interested yeah. i mean i don't know we'll see i don't know people like mechs man like they do i think this is really going to come down to the new community that kind of picks it up granted this will be critic reviews so they'll get some nerd like us who played all the old ones back in the day so they'll probably be favorable but we'll see yeah yep so that's that's my final pick and i'm sure that's not something that uh chaz man thought i was going to pick up but you know, there's a couple of others that I would have thought of, but we'll talk about I'm that sorry. afterwards. I guess. Hey, that's a horrible developer. They make really bad games. So. <laughs> says the says the person who plays this game on easy. That's a good point. <laughs> they did just have the game of the year, so if Armorcore does come out, good chance it's going to bring real yeah. high. All right, um, so I'm going to choose one I don't think at least Chaz would think I'd pick, but I actually more I think about, it, I have a lot of confidence. I think this game's going to Turn out okay. And that is... You about to make a guess? What do you think I'm going to pick? You're going to pick a fighting game. Nope. That was my mm. backup. Yeah. Suicide Squad. You know, I saw that. No, it's... Ew. Here's yeah. my well, rationale. What's your I know, so I know people are like turned off by it. Um, but here's the thing. It is made by Rocksteady. It's Rocksteady. Yeah. And all their Arkham games were solid. This game was clarified it is in the Arkham universe. They have Batman in it. Um, at least a little bit. Um, so there's going to be some nods in there. I think I'd be very surprised if the gameplay is not pretty solid. And I think it is like a co-op thing. I think this is going to be what Gotham Knights should have been. Um, I mean, granted, it's Suicide Skin, which I know is not nearly as appealing as just straight up, you know, the Batman family, but... I think this is going to be maybe a sleeper to a certain extent. So, mm. yeah, I'm going with it. Okay. Okay. I don't think it's going to be terrible. At worst, it's going to be like low 80s. Interesting. Oh, so what did you you picked? Um, 
Which one did you pick? I, I you paying attention to my, me? What was, I was, you're looking at his phone again or something. I was yeah, looking I at my op- he I was a pay, He's my, trying to look for the newest news right now. I was making my picks just I now. picked Suicide Squad. That's right. Okay. Uh, suicide Squad. Looking for the newest oh. news on IGN. I see what you're no, trying to I was, do. I was trying to trying figure to out what I'm going to do. Insider trading, like, uh, what's his face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what was his name? Nomura. I forgot his name. Yeah. Good so, job. so while I'm looking, there's a couple things I'm thinking about. There's, I guess I'll just start since there's no more picks. I'll just start throwing out everything I think is going to do well. Um, you got Jedi Survivor. Um, uh, I was thinking of both fighting games, Tekken Eight. Street Fighter Six. I'm yeah. thinking of either, and then the only other one I think I know the originals sold re- or scored really well. Probably. But I'm thinking. Well, I'm thinking about Hollow Knight Silk Song. I know the first oh, game. I forgot about that. I forgot about that too. I'm thinking. I know those were rated really high. That'd um, be a very them. safe bet. But yeah. there's no date on them, so a lot of people don't know if that game is coming out this year. I think so it's ultimate, coming out. And then you still have the remakes, or re, I don't know if they're remakes. Uh, it says, well, no, it says it's Last coming out. Lo- uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song release date is confirmed. The long-awaited title will drop June 2023. Mm. Announced that a week ago. So then the question is, do I think those are going to do? That's going to do better than Dead Space or The Last of Us? I don't know if those are remakes or remasters. The Last um, of Us? What are they doing for The Last of Us? I the PC. Oh yeah. no! I don't think you can even count that. That is like a PC port, like they did for God of War and Horizon. Like, I don't think you can count that. Yeah, I wouldn't okay. argue against it. So I'll tell you what, just to be just to be fun, I was thinking about going with Atomic Heart. That game comes out in February, but that's just because I'm interested in it. But I don't, I don't. That's a uh, an unproven developer, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to do that. So I am going to do. I'm going to do Hollow Knight Silk Song, just because, uh, you know, the original Hollow Knight game sold or reviewed really well so that's my final pick that is a fine choice i probably would have picked it if i would have thought about it mm-hmm. okay I so just know. just to kind of uh or did you guys anybody else have any games i didn't think about i mean to kind of throw out there any noticeable games uh other backups i had um like a dragon ishin yeah i had um, that too octopath traveler 2 star wars jedi survivor uh Pikmin. street fighter 6 did we talk about pikmin 4 Yep. Pikmin 4 ain't coming out this year, is it? I don't think so. Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake Death 2. Stra- Death Stranding 2. Death, Death Stranding 2 is not coming out this year, is it? I don't think I so. Don't know. Forspoken. That's Forspoken is. Next. That's always had some like negative feedback, though. Yeah. I feel like we hit on a lot of them. Yeah, we have 15 games here, so we got a lot of big ones. Mm-hmm. A few so, kind yeah. of left ball or um you know left field kind of stuff but i think we get got the big guys so just kind of going back through it just to kind of uh keep everyone updated so as of this year i my five picks are hogwarts let it legacy spider-man 2 starfield hades 2 and hollow knight silk song uh phoenix has zelda re4 kerbal space program 2 fire emblem engage and suicide squad and metal gamer has ff16 ff7 rebirth Diablo 4, Baldur's Gate 3, and Armored Core. Pretty strong list. I feel like we, for the most part, have all of our uh, main t- main titles there. How do you yeah. guys feel? Do you think you did good? So, uh, I think I did pretty well. Out of the ones you picked, which one do you think is going to be the highest, and which one do you think is going to be the lowest? 
I think out of mine is probably going to be my highest is going to be Spider-Man 2. My lowest probably Starfield feeling. What about you, Metal? Highest and lowest. Assuming they actually all come out this year. If this freaking 7 even comes out at all, it's going to be... Um, but that could probably be like one of the higher... That's like, feeling... a, that's like either or. I've got a feeling his low is probably going to be like Baldur's Gate 3, simply because I... I... Although, no, it is Critic. I'm thinking... I was thinking User. So maybe Diablo 4, simply because I think Activision Blizzard is going to mess something up with that. <laughs> I I think Critic on 4 is probably going to be high. I think, I think that would really? be his highest game. Unless there's just some major blemish, but I don't know. His lowest, I think, um, probably Baldur's Gate, actually. Like, Baldur's Gate 2 came out to be a 78, which isn't awful. Um, obviously, a long time ago, better, too. Like, but... Metacritic was very different. That's like a you know retro kind of even score yeah. for them. His it highest is probably going to be Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, if that comes out. I think six. You think it would be his highest or his lowest? Highest. Oh, they did before, but it could be both. They <laughs> could. Seven is and like the worst. Yours is obviously. I think Zelda's gonna. Zelda's, Zelda's gonna be the top one. Uh, Suicide Squad, Suicide I think, Squad. is the one that could end up yeah. lower, but I don't know. I have I have confidence in it. I think it's gonna turn out and be decent. I don't know if I'm gonna play it, but I think the scores might be decent. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a couple of runner ups that I had on my um some that were really off the off the cuff. Um, one of them that I saw that range kind of interesting, but I'm not sure was Skull and Bones. That's which not going to do well. But I doubt. I I don't know. Like that's the reason why I didn't really say it because I'm not 100 percent on. Like, I mean, maybe for us we might like a game like that, but not everyone I'm likes that kind of game. I'm surprised a, a fighting game didn't go. No, neither neither of us picked Tekken or Street Fighter. You know yeah, what I it is. I would pick Street Fighter. Like I I I think the Street Fighter games. Tekken, you do relatively well. Like, there's just safe bets. Well, I don't um, know. Five did not do well. Street Fighter Five, like it nope. had, I think, a poor critical reception. I think fans were not a fan of it. It had some issues. So, six is supposed to be returned to form, but they could drop the ball again. Who knows? They can. All right. So ultimately, guys, down in the comments, please do let us know if you enjoyed this little uh, bet segment we decided to do. Um, I don't. Were there any games we missed? You guys think should have been in there? I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure hundreds and thousands of people are gonna comment and, and leave us angry messages about what we missed and what we picked. I really think Guarantee we hit you. the big ones, and we already mentioned our runner-up. So no, I think we've covered the gambit. Yeah. There'll hopefully be some surprises this year that come out that we're not mm-hmm. aware of. I mean, um, I, I'm hoping like Fable still all of a sudden just makes an appearance somewhere. Don't think it's gonna Ooh, happen, yeah. but fingers crossed. I hate to be the Xbox you know, uh, fanboy, but like, I hope something Microsoft puts out does really well. I'd love for like Starfield or like you were saying, Fable, something to pick up some steam for them. I mean, you know, Sony's got a pretty good track record of their, you know, first party games and Nintendo, you know, they have their fans and you know, I, I think they're going to do well with like, with Zelda, a, a Zelda game alone is going to do really well for Nintendo. And uh, I don't know. I hope Xbox does something, you know, I, I e the meme with the stick poking the dead body, do something. Yeah. <laughs> we shall find out. I think we'll find out pretty quick because I don't think they can go too long this year without Starfall making an appearance. If Starfall's Starfall is not out by Starfall. Starfield, I'm sorry. Why do I think it's Starfall? It's <laughs> Redfall, uh, Redfall and Starfield. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm blending them. 
uh, Starfield. Like, I feel like that game needs to be out by March. Like, mm-hmm. any later than that, and I feel like, I don't know, bad sign. Bad sign. But anyway, that's retreading old topics. Uh, any last-minute comments for the good of the cause? Are we all pretty much good to start yeah. wrapping things up? I think we're good. Um, just so you guys know, in the next episode, I think we can expect us to touch on more Final Fantasy VII Remake and to get to, I don't know, give some opinions on uh, The Last of Us, the TV show, HBO. Um, but yeah, as always, I mean, do you guys have anything to say before we go? Oh, I didn't say officially. Congratulations, Metal, for your oh, first yes. child. So. Oh my god! I'm actually very surprised you're even alive right now to be part of this podcast, so... Kudos Me to too. You. Kudos to you. Thanks. I was very, I was, I was very happy you were able to make it. Oh yeah, well, it <clears> popped <throat> out like, uh, not it. She popped out like it. right after your uh, guitar solo on the award <laughs> channel, right? Like no, the next it, day. She, the next day, like the thirty first. That was it. How early did well, she go into labor? Was it like midday or five like five in the morning? See, you sort of whispered was like right after your solo. <laughs> right after everything, like I was, I was falling asleep, and all of a sudden I got up. I'm like, what? <laughs> and that was it we ended up in the hospital in an hour Not it's so even. funny so funny we did it when we did. i'm glad she held out long enough for her dad to you know have his moment in the in the spotlight so yeah so cool, cool. and last minute uh thing um street fighter 5 got an 87 meta score okay that's better than i thought i just remember like users or someone were real upset about something about it. maybe it was the net code or whatever but no Six point five. Six point five. So users were not happy. Yeah. Nope. But people liked it. I mean, the uh, the Critics. whoever reviewed it liked it. Fair enough. Yep. Cool. All right, everyone. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Please feel free down in the comments. Let us know if you have any suggestions or any opinions on anything that happened during this episode. And I don't know. We'd love to hear your opinions on anything we got going on. So. As always, just want to say thank you so much. We love you. Can't wait to see you. And uh, I don't know if you guys want to say bye. Bye. Adios.